When Cameron was in Egypt's land Let my Cameron go Shabbat Shalom, it's time to party, bro, I'm Del, I'm very pleased to meet you, we the first time around. I did not expect this to turn this into the Marvelous Miss Maisel all of a sudden. Yeah, Schindler's Mazel List. Or, Mazel Tov. I don't know anything about Jewish culture, so I cannot make even... I, it's funny, because I grew up reading, like, Mad Magazine and, like, being stewed in Jewish culture, but I didn't <laughs> the, realize yeah, it was Mad Jewish Magazine, culture. Well, well known for its... its... Well, it's all very New York. Most of the writers were Jewish. This I've only learned, like, you know, in my adult life. Like, I never, it never occurred to me, like, the Jews were, like, anything, like, Jewish the was Jews. a thing. The Jews. But, I, yeah, it never occurred to me, like, the Jewish people were, like, any different than anyone else or anything like well, that. And because they're not. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't, I didn't realize they were, like, even when I found out about the Holocaust, I didn't realize the Holocaust was against, like, the people who wrote... Not that, not that everyone who wrote Mad Magazine was in the Holocaust, but you know what I mean. It never quite made the connection. I do I what the hell are we talking about? Jesus We're talking Christ. about the Prince of Egypt. We're talking about Reverse Harry Potter, where it's a, a story about a guy who grows up rich and super privileged and turns out he's a piece of shit. And he loses all of his powers and he has to run away from everybody. So, yep, yeah. That's it. What got you thinking about this? This, this came out of the blue. Uh, I know you've... You've, it's one of the, your like secret best animated movies. Yeah, I hope I haven't oversold it too much. No, um, it's it's, it's it, they just released that Blu-ray with the terrible cover art. <laughs> it's like a stick figure of the Prince of Egypt just standing there. <laughs> yeah, you can and tell it's, me it's a budget and, release. <laughs> and it came out on like uh, December sixteenth, nineteen ninety-eight. So we're at its. Oh shit, motherfucker! We're right at it. I was gonna do it earlier in the year, but I was like, eh, it came out in December. Which, why the f- why wouldn't you release it at Passover? <sighs> this is the same movie industry that puts out, like, half the Halloween movies come out, like, in April. Like, yeah, yeah it's- it's- especially this- especially this was, uh, DreamWorks. Uh, you know, the business that was cooked up by Steven Spielberg and Jeffrey Katzenberg and David Geffen. Uh, this was their first big animated feature, so you think they would go out of their way to, like, make it... Because it's a pretty... I mean, it's not super religious. It's not super... It's not super, like... It's not trying to, like, make you feel bad for not going to church or synagogue or whatever, but it is still religious -y enough. Like, it's not a cool hip retelling of, of the story of Exodus. Like... <laughs> no, wait, you, you forgetting about the scene where Moses skateboards? Exactly. It could have. They could. They could have Disney afternoon the shit out of this, but they didn't. But yeah. So uh, this is the first thing that Jeffrey Gatzenberg put together after he left uh, Disney. You know, uh, a lot of people consider Jeffrey Gatzenberg not like the chief architect, but he was the guy in charge of the Disney Animation Division when it had its big renaissance. Mm -hmm. And he was the guy who allowed like Howard Ashman and Alan Menken to like bring in all the Broadway people from New York and revitalize Disney animation feature stuff and. Yeah, I guess after The Lion King, he left, and he was like, I'm gonna do cartoons my way, so the first story I want to tell is about the Bible. And the movie <laughs> made about $10, because who gives a shit about the Bible? Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess between this, I forgot that we had done The Road to El Dorado, and so between this and The Road yeah. to El Dorado, we've watched, like, the only two non-catastrophically shitty anim DreamWorks animated features. Mm. Which, unless there's, am I missing anything? I mean, when I think of DreamWorks, I just think of, like, Shrek. They yeah. done anything that's not Shrek? They had to How to Train Your Dragon? Oh, is that DreamWorks? Trolls? 
boss baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, now, <laughs> now we're back to Shrek-quality bullshit. Plus 45 more. Spirit, the stallion of the Kimmeridian or whatever the fuck that's <laughs> Cinnamon called. sticks. Yeah, you know what, actually, Panda. I should probably... How to Train Your Dragon may not be a bad thing, because I've never seen... I've never seen the second one, and I've only seen parts of the first one. Yeah, I've never seen the first one. So and I've heard good things, and the bits and pieces I've seen were have, pretty cool. Have you seen Kung Fu Panda? Uh, yeah, I saw parts of... Aren't there, like, two or three of those, too? Yeah, the first I, one's again, pretty good. I've seen mixed pieces of what I saw, them. they were pretty good. Okay, so maybe... Okay, I feel a little bit bad. Oh, they did Shit. Ants. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Oh, and B-Movie. Everyone's oh, other favorite. Oh, God. Man, talk about a checkered history. Um, it's funny, too, because this movie was announced just as I was getting out of high school. And actually, I remember I actually submitted myself to, to DreamWorks Animation because I was like, oh, man, Steven Spielberg's putting together a cartoon movie thing. And even I was like, even though um, I don't have any official like cartoon training, I totally want to like see if I could sneak into the working on the Prince of Egypt. And I remember I actually got like like recruiting packages back from DreamWorks like with like mm. all kinds of stuff about this movie and but and of course I never it told you to draw the turtle <laughs> exactly yeah I drew the turtle I fucked it up good <laughs> um and yeah so I I, I sent I sent in my little retarded turtle and I never got picked and so now I'm just on talking about our podcast 30 years later oh <laughs> uh, so that is my history of the Prince of Egypt did you see it in the theaters? Or did you? I know. I did. Yeah, I, I, you know what? It was one of the things I thought the trailers looked cool, but I felt so bad for not having been picked to be a part of the movie. Not that it was ever really serious. But you know, Fuck part those of, guys, oh, they, 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 they don't want me. I don't want them. And I just saw it on home video. It was on VHS or something. I was like, oh, this actually turned out really nice. I was only going to sneak a couple buttholes into the movie. <laughs> I mean, I would have been. I, 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 I don't think I would have been the worst. <laughs> I would, oh. although this movie's pretty enough, I don't know if I would have been, I don't know if, like, 20-year-old me would have been good enough to, uh, anyway, so, Prince of Egypt, 1990, I had, I had no idea that was the 20th anniversary this month, that's crazy. Um, yeah, that's why they put out that ugly, ugly Blu-ray. Uh, at least it's on Blu-ray, even though, did you buy the Blu-ray? No. Okay, yeah. I felt bad because I bought it and I didn't have enough time to rip it to give it to you, so I just gave you, like, a shitty, like, DVD rip from, like, 15 years ago, but, that's which, fine. that's the thing... The half this thing in the movie, I mean, the script and everything is okay, but it's really as much as about the visuals as anything else. Yeah. Um, so if you don't have, like, the top-tier visual presentation, and it's about the Bible, <laughs> you're getting in some real Ned Flanders territory if you're not really yeah, diving with the material. Bible story. I know, but still, it's... And it's, you know, it doesn't it, it doesn't have Ramsey's riding a skateboard, thank God, you, but it's still pretty... <laughs> do you, yeah. Did you know anything about... Moses before the movie? You saw it? <laughs> I know. You know what? While rewatching it, I was thinking, I know jack shit or, about the fucking Bible. Or you're like, that's like, not Charlton Heston. That's, you know what? That's one of the things I was most impressed about this movie the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, these are actually vaguely relatable human being characters. Because, like, in every Bible thing I've ever seen, it's always, like, old dudes who are just yelling at everyone else. And, like, Charlton Heston in The Ten Commandments, what little I've seen of that movie is a prime example of just, like, him in a big fake beard going, I'm Moses, and I speak for God, and you're a bunch of fucking assholes. And whereas this Moses is all like, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm so scared of everything, my brother's angry at me, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Which is at least more human and more relatable. Yeah. And he's super hot and everyone wants to fuck him, according to Tumblr, I guess, but... Mm. Um, well, but wants to fuck everyone everywhere. Yeah, well, not for well, long. Not for long. <laughs> not yeah. for the yeah. The days are numbered. Give it two and, more weeks. And well, that's one of the things I liked about this movie is also the character designs. Um, 
Especially now. Yeah. Then, what? Oh yeah. Oh no. I, Got a separate I hate their them. faces. <laughs> their faces are very distinct. I can totally um, see why someone would like hate them. They look like a 14-year-old trying to draw anime. Yeah, it's a, they, they, the they got... Are, their eyes are on the side of their head, and <laughs> their so noses deviant. are 15 inches up above where they should be, or their eyes are above 15 inches where they should be. Yeah, there's some DeviantArt hatchet face designs going on. But I appreciate at least it's not Disney. Yeah, and at I, least it's stylized. It yeah. didn't bug me, but certain times somebody <laughs> would get on screen, I'd be like, huh. And at least the characters stay on model. Um, yeah. uh, one of my favorite artists, Claire Hummel on Twitter recently, she made a great, uh, posts, uh, series of posts about how, uh, what was it, Treasure Planet is the kid, is the movie with the snotty little kid with the 90s haircut, and yeah. she was joking about how that character is so poorly designed that, like, throughout that movie, his facial features are just floating all over the place, just mm. because it was such a bad design and there was no, like, real, he didn't have, like, a strong nose or anything like that. And so, at least in this movie, everyone's at least drawn consistently. Even if you hate the character designs, at least they're drawn consistently. It's not like... Yeah. Yeah, you, you never have too many drawings of Moses suddenly look, <laughs> looking like... Uh, was it Carrie Russell in Mission Impossible 3 when she gets a bomb blown up in her brain? Although her his, eyes go in 15 different directions. His yeah. his blood sister, she has... Yeah. Where she I, looks real bad. She's... I think they're trying to emulate a very specific real-world squat lady thing, but mm. it's so unlike all of the other Hebrews in the movie that are very kind of angular, and she's like, and her facial features do float around a lot, too. And that, that's kind of, yeah. The design's already kind of a little, and then the execution is also a little, but at least she only shows up for like 10 seconds. Yeah. You can tell they had a fun time animating uh, Jeff Goldblum. Because they spent a lot of time with him, like, emulating all the Jeff Goldblum-isms and stuff like that. But, yeah, Prince of Egypt. Jesus Christ. Uh, I should... I'm going to start with the movie while we're talking about. Um, the motion picture you are about to see is an oh, adaptation yeah. of the Exodus story. While artistic and historical license have been taken, we believe that this film is true to the essence, values, and integrity of a story that is yeah. the cornerstone of faith of millions of people worldwide. The biblical story of Moses can be found in the books of Exodus. I guess yeah, I thought it was Lord of the Rings that you could find it in. <laughs> it's pretty bad that I guess some people, even someone like me who, I don't know anything about the Bible, but at least I understand what kind of story they're about to tell, that, like, you have to have, like, that Assassin's Creed thing of, like, A, this is actually a thing that, like, actual religious beliefs are based off of, so don't like, yell at us for not getting this Lord of the Rings shit right. <laughs> and B, don't yell at us because it's religious stuff, and of course we're, we're, we've taken some liberty, so it's not going to be exactly like the fairy tales you were told as a kid, but yeah. The fairy tale. <laughs> hey, don't yell at us because your fake bullshit is made up. Eat the shit up. I don't, know. I don't give a fuck. I don't pay attention to fucking money. Just give us some fucking money. We don't give a shit. You don't yeah, give a shit. Yeah, so, but yeah. You know what? It just, I do like it, talking about how pretty the movie is. I even like the start of it where it's all... Um, oh man, I had an extended note here about how much I love the character designs, which I'm not going to read. No, that's fine. <laughs> Other people can like it. I just um, think they look like dumpster fire. But I like the even faces. The, the faces. I even like the title card, which is the Prince of Egypt, but like the words are just like cut out, so you see a little bit of. Presumably, I mean, it's just clouds, but you can assume it's like heaven. I, it's not, mm. I mean, it's not it's literally supposed to be heaven, but I do like it's like the drifting clouds, and you got the sad si uh, single horn playing, and the clouds dissipate. And suddenly it just turns into the like the wicked sun that's burning all the Hebrews as they're getting all fucked up by the Egyptians and shit. And yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're getting they're, they're doing what needs to get done. And they're singing and getting <laughs> the shit whipped out of them. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna have a bunch of people singing while they're getting their shit wrecked, I I guess this movie does about as good as a job to not making it seem like they're having a good time while <laughs> that's why they're singing. But yeah, yeah. They're, they're making mud, sand, and everyone's just stomping around getting whipped and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Moses' mom is gonna save him because these fools are just fucking killing the fuck out of babies. Yeah, so this... a bunch of soul soldiers show up and just start murdering. Uh, I don't know how many liberties this this story takes, man. You know what? Actually, now I just this, this is something I hadn't even thought about since I was a kid. Was mm. one of the first stories I ever heard as a kid was my grandma, my super religious grandma, gave me and my sister these series of records. Uh, read-along records of Bible stories, and I just remembered the the Moses was actually one of the stories in there. And I don't remember much about the story, but I do remember them talking about, like, the firstborn of the Hebrews and the Egyptians getting whacked. And well, so... Uh, there was a prophecy. Did they say there was Pharaoh, a prophecy? Okay. That he was going to get fucked over, that the Pharaoh was going to get fucked over by a Hebrew baby. Oh, so it's was, a self-fulfilling... Like, kill the fuck uh... out of all those babies. So yeah, that's uh, so yeah. So it's it's a big the soldiers going around whacking all the babies and yeah, it's funny because you see soldiers like stomping into Hebrew homes and like you can see that they're supposed to be killing the babies, but of course it's like a fucking G-rated animated film, so like there's no blood or anything like that. It's just like soldiers walk into a house and the parents are like ah, and then the, and the soldiers leave and you never actually see what happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Moses and Mama are gonna save him because because get, get she gotta save a baby. Yeah, so and by she, saving, she, she puts him in a CGI watching, basket, and puts if, him down the river. If you're just watching the story for the first time, you might be going like, "You might be better off instead of just like instead of putting the river, just like hide it behind a cow or something like that." Like your baby's not much. I mean, I know the whole point of this is the desperate gambit, and that like the 50-50 chance of this baby surviving even five minutes on the river is probably a better chance than it would have like with her. But yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, so the baby goes on an adventure, is he almost getting eaten by alligators, hippos, caught in fishing nets, crushed by boats. And it, well, but despite all this, it seems to only travel about 15 feet. Because yeah. Miriam, his little sister, follows him. I get that, it. wasn't Older so, sister, not little sister. Oh, well, I, well, technically, I guess she's a little. She's she's a sister who is little at this point. But she's yeah, not a sister. baby, so she's technically his big sister. You know what I mean? But she's a sister who's little. I mean, she's okay. she's his big <laughs> sister. You know what I mean? But yeah, mm -hmm. she's just kind of hanging out. And it wasn't until rewatching the movie for this uh, podcast that I realized that. Uh, the only reason she's there to watch the, the baby go down the river is mm. so that she can be the one who sees where Moses ends up. So later on, she could be the one to say, hey, I know who you are. Because yeah. otherwise it would be just like, how the fuck would she know? Like, you know, she might yeah. have a guess, but like, yeah. I do. I, do, I went on a lot lengthy Twitter rant about how much I want to fuck both mo both of uh, 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 Moses' moms in this movie because I really do think his, his biological mom and his adopted mom are super hot. I love the design for the Egyptian queen in this movie with the big... I guess it's not her real hair? I'm, I'm jumping ahead. That's true. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and eventually votes to Bithia, his new mom. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, she, she always wanted a river baby. She just claps her hands and says, River babies! We don't get enough of them river babies around here anymore. 
And Ramesses as a kid looks wonky as fuck. Yeah, because yeah, they only knew they had to draw it for like a dozen shots. <laughs> so they're just like, hey, whatever, just, just make up a character design for every shot. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just love, I love how skinny and slender the mom is, and she just, she does look like a walking piece of like hieroglyphics. It's like a very graphic design, which I always really like. Yeah. But yeah, she's singing, and then like the Miriam's there watching... Uh, Moses get picked up by fake mom, and she's all like, Oh, we'll sing a prayer for you. Mm. I'll just go with you that that's the song that they sing, because um, I got I I found... closed captions on. So I, 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 I found the, the songs in this movie absolutely and utterly forgettable. Yeah, they don't really, unless you watch this movie a bunch, they don't really sync with you. Yeah. yeah. So now there's a new baby in the Pharaoh's palace. And and then it's transitions to Moses and Ramses are all grown it up in racing chariots trying to kill each other in the most fun ways. Typical yeah. rich kids. These kids are be- like they're essentially racing their Egyptian SUVs through not just the streets, but like yeah. through restaurants and backyards mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. getting all Ferris Bueller about this shit. Of some rickety ass scaffolding. Yeah. And then they get chased by a giant nose off a statue. What do you think I of guess the... they are in a video game? <laughs> yeah. It, 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 they, they're suddenly an Aladdin on the Genesis. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the use of CGI in this movie? Because this is this is the first big sequence that really goes nuts with uh, the, all the 3D. It's not all super noticeable. Oh, they did okay. a decent job of covering it. It might be worse on like the Blu-ray transfer. I it's might have actually, noticed it on like something higher higher quality, but Okay. I was just because I was kind of curious as someone who's never seen this before, because I always thought this was one of the first decent uses of cgi with 2d animation because mm-hmm. they're not trying to make everything 3d and they're still trying to make things even when they're cgi still try to have a little bit of a handcrafted look to them um i listened to the commentary on this new blu-ray that just came out and uh they were talking about uh for the big uh red sea parting thing at the end of the movie which is you know the, the centerpiece of every moses uh re- retelling um, they, uh, the CGI, uh, artist who was responsible for, like, uh, painting the look of the ocean for that scene, um, he had done a bunch of rough sketches of what he, th- uh, rough paintings of what he thought he, uh, the ocean should look like in that scene. And they're like, okay, good, just make it look like this. And he went in and he did this, like, photorealistic version of those sketches, because he was like, well, we should make this look as, you know, it's CGI, it should look glossy and cool as possible. Like, no, we don't want this to look photorealistic, even though it's like, even though we're taking your textures and mapping them on the CGI water and stuff, we still want it to look like a painting as much as possible. So they actually had him go back. And I think they just said they scanned his original, like, concept art of what the water should look like and just mm. applied that to, like, the CGI surface of the water just to, like, keep that handmade quality to that. Which, this movie's 20 years old, so it's, like, a lot of the CGI, just from a technological perspective, isn't going to hold up. But from artistically, I think they were on the right track, at least. Yeah. But anyway... No, stylized shit is always going to work better than shit you try to make. <laughs> yeah, it, it's more, it skews more Wind Waker than, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, they cause a huge sand avalanche because they're a couple of douches and really a bunch of shit. Oof. And then Captain Picard is sick of their bullshit. <laughs> I can't uh, say I yeah. blame them. They probably destroyed like 30 plus years of work in like, like two minutes. I, I don't know if that's supposed to be the Sphinx they knocked the nose off of. Obviously, no. it's supposed to be, like, a statue of him. I don't him, think so. But, like, yeah. well, just because, like, so many Egyptian statues are famous for having uh, missing facial features, especially the Sphinx. But um, I do like the character design and the animation for uh, Picard, even though he shows up for 10 seconds in the movie. 
Um, mm. And actually, the uh, throughout the scene, there's one or two shots where they show they cross cut to like a side view of him and everyone else in the scene, and you see this like great background painting of Egypt, and you get to see his. There, you know, there were they they've just built a statue of him, and you get to see that in profile against like you know the blue ocean and you can see the pyramids the only time real time you really see the pyramids in the whole movie is like off in the distance and stuff but that image from this movie is always like really kind of burned in my head it's just like really nicely executed i'm gonna shut up yes no that was the first thing i was like oh that's a neat shot just a little just really pretty yeah yeah um and uh and the pharaoh has some comic relief priests because you gotta (sighs) have them (sighs) oh This and is... 11, 11 minutes in, and holy fuck, this movie is white as fuck. Well, how do you mean? Uh, the characters that are <laughs> okay. being portrayed well, by the white people. There's a lot of white... Okay, well, people are also, like, it's actually in the scene, everyone's wearing white. I don't know if you're talking about literally. Yeah, it's Steve oh. Martin and fucking Martin Short. And these characters, I guess... In retrospect, you need someone, to some kind of authority figure for uh, Moses and Ramses to bounce off of that's not just their dad. You need some kind of interloper authority figure for them to kind of fuck over. And, and I guess their presence is justified later in that, like, they help justify why Ramses doesn't automatically give in to uh, Moses' demands when he sh- shows back up later in the film so easily. Because they're all like, oh, our gods can do anything his god can do. But, like, their character designs are so fucking ugly. I mean, the performances are okay. It's where you get Martin Short and Steve Martin to do these two characters, and they're not really funny. Um, I guess I should give the movie a little bit of credit for not, like, trying to make them, like, the primary comic relief in the movie, where they're, like, telling jokes and being super wacky the whole time. Yeah, but but at the same time, that's, like... Why would you hire two of the biggest yeah. names in comedy and not give them a single joke? I guess Steve Martin had his King Tut routine, so they're like, oh, who should we get? It's, and like, yeah, the one dude, I guess he's supposed to be designed to look like I mean, a crane, and the other guy's supposed to look like a frog, and their character designs are really stiff and just move really grotesquely, and the characters are not fun, but not in the way they meant, meant them to be not fun. I mean, it's granted, just... that's kind of Martin Short. <laughs> I feel bad, because... I like the Three Amigos, and these are two-thirds of the Three Amigos, and Martin Short has made me laugh several times in my life. Maybe not all the time, but... Um, but yeah. I mean, it's funny that we're talking about these guys so much, right? Because they barely figure into the scene. They're just mostly just, like, yeah. yelling at uh, the, 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 the brothers. Ah, they fuck things up! Rawr. Mm-hmm. But Moses says, says, don't play my brother. I coded him into it. It's my fault. But Pharaoh doesn't give a shit, and it's still hard on Ramses. And then after Ramses leaves, uh, Moses tells Seti, that's the Pharaoh, that, uh, that well, well, shit, Moses, wait, Seti tells Moses that, uh, <laughs> he, that fucker's gonna be Pharaoh someday, so I gotta kick him in the nuts, or else he'll just be a fuck-up. Yeah, and he says something about, like, how he's just trying to make his point home. He's not, I don't think he's, like, legitimately angry at the brothers, but he is just... He's re- he does seem to be a little worried about Ramses being the weak link in the chain that could bring down yeah. the, the the dynasty. And I don't think he's literally worried about that, but he's just trying to teach him a lesson. Like, hey, you got responsibilities, and you can't just act like this for the rest of your life. But Ramses kind of takes it too much to heart. <laughs> and you kind of get... This this, this kind of opens up a little window into his personality in the movie that kind of drives him for the rest of the movie, where he's a little too worried about not living up to his dad's expectations. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, we haven't mentioned, but um, Moses is played by uh, uh, Batman, and uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I honestly forget. Yeah. Well, and it's also not even any of the good Batman. Oh, sorry. Ma- well, then, Mad Mardigan is that better? Mad Mardigan. He also played your Hogballs, sir, from Top Secret. Yeah, Mad oh. Mardigan. <laughs> wow. Okay. Some people would say he's oh, who's the character cowboy guy he played that everyone loves that I don't like. Um, I don't Doc Holliday, because I I've Link? seen bits of t- uh, Tombstone. I don't like it. What was what was the young Einstein? Was he young. in that? No, you're thinking of. Oh my God! Real genius. Oh, okay. <laughs> Young <laughs> Einstein. And his brother is uh uh. It's uh, Voldemort. What's his butt? Vol- what? It's Voldemort. Voldemort. Is yeah. It? Oh, it's okay. uh, Ray Fiennes. Yeah. Oh, I unless you know Ray Fiennes from it? anything else. Yeah. I mean, if you want to say he was Eamon Goth from from Schindler's List, dude's <laughs> dude's got issues with the Jews in all of his movies. He was in uh, Grand Budapest oh, okay. Hotel. I think it was him, right? No, you're right. I okay. don't know why I was thinking it was somebody else the entire time. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was thinking they would hired somebody not quite as white as Refines, but I hope that, I that was is... wrong. <laughs> yeah. I should have known better. any person who's not just scorchingly bleached white in this movie? Yeah, I'm we'll, trying to... we'll get to it. I guess Jeff Goldblum. Is Jeff Goldblum Jewish? From his name, you would think he would be. We'll, we'll get to it. Okay. Um, uh, so anyhow, let's see. There's definitely so, no, so no Moses, Egyptians in this movie. No, Moses tells his the Pharaoh, "Nah, Ramses will be super cool. I'm sure of it." And then he leaves. And then later, the youths uh, bitch about shit mostly, and um, it's Ramses who's doing it mostly. He's like, oh, man, "I'm not gonna be Pharaoh. Things suck, man." Yeah. But Moses is just too cool to care. There is an interesting dynamic here where. Um, with uh, Moses essentially being the spare prince, he gets mm-hmm. all the benefits of being a prince without any of the responsibilities so he can afford to fuck around. Whereas mm-hmm. Ramses, you know, he, like, the, I mean, the, that's what the whole point of this and the previous scene are, just, like, highlighting the fact that he's got these responsibilities that he's trying to live up to, but he's failing because Moses keeps on luring him to the path of being a righteous party animal. And was <laughs> the most righteous party animals. I mean, I mean, this is the closest thing to any M- M- Moses adaptation where you can see Moses almost being a party animal. But yeah. and it, as if to illustrate that point, they're having this conversation while Moses is is like dumping wine onto the dipshit priest we were just Damn. complaining about, which actually does result in my one the one line from the priest that uh, actually does make me laugh in the movie where um he dumps the wine onto the priests and. You hear the priest yelling, they're like, oh, you got wine on us, and then it cuts back to Ro- uh, Ramses and Moses talking, and you can barely hear what the priests are saying in the background. But I think it's Steve Martin says, oh, you got wine on my new thing! And just the phrasing of my new thing, the fact that he, it's obviously just kind of like a fucking, uh, you know, just, he, yeah. just something just made up on the, on the whim, and like, he couldn't even come up with, he couldn't even think of the word like tunic or anything like that, just, yeah, that's kind of funny. Anyway. Yeah, uh, Ramses is upset because Moses starts shit, but Ramsey always gets blamed for it. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I feel bad because you made a note of that, and I just belabored the point. No, that's fine. Okay. Uh, and um, Moses says Ramsey cares too much. Ramsey says Moses doesn't care enough. I wonder if that will change over the course of the movie. Yeah. 
it's oh a, no. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's a kid's movie, so of course, like, they gotta lay the basics, the basic thesis laid bare for, you know, like, get the point, kids, get the point, you know. They're late for the banquet. Despite and the fact they just left the their dad literally 10 seconds earlier, but now he's already halfway through this, like, <laughs> new banquet scene. I, it's, yeah. you know, it's not the point, but uh, the timeline is getting, it gets a little weird here, but yeah. They run in and everyone notices. Their, their, their mom says... Ramses was just named the Prince Regent, and he's now responsible for all the temples. And uh, oh, that's right, because like uh, Ramses' defense of or uh, Moses' defense of Ramses in the scene before this is what <laughs> I guess mm -hmm. when the last thirty seconds is convinced, yeah, Seti to get to give uh, uh, Ramses more responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Rant Moses says the high priest should offer tribute or some shit. So I guess. Guess now these jokers are gonna give him an exotic lady. Yeah, which you know what in the Bible, I'm sure that shit happens all the time. Yeah, she's full of. Well, I mean, what is it in? Uh, Vim and the vigor. Up, what's the no? What's the fucked up? Uh, Judges is the fucked up book in the Bible, I think. Where some dude has like a couple angels stay at his house and people show up to and are like, hey, fuck oh, up, those have angels. Sex and he's like, hey, how about my daughters instead? Yeah. Oh, and that's... The Bible's out of its fucking mind. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of it is... Up shit happens in there. I'm surprised, like, HBO hasn't tried to adapt it and make it as fucked up as it is. You know what? They probably would if they didn't think they'd get burned out by religious groups. Because mm. the Bible, from what bits and pieces I've read... Uh, uh, I've seen and read it like just seems like a perfect glimpse into the most fucking insane parts of the human soul. It's like 4chan turned into a book. There's, um, you know that that you'd know his art if you saw it, but there's a uh, an erotica artist who used to do stuff for like Playboy, I think. Oh yeah, he did an adaptation of the Bible. I, I remember seeing back in the nineties. It was 90s, like Milo Manera or something like that. Something like that. that I've seen right. a couple people like who would do porn but then do Bible stuff, and I always wondered, did they just have like a religious like turn or something? Like what happened here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's also that an was, excuse. That one was fairly authentic because there was a lot of nudity and sex and violence yeah. and shit. Well, that's, I mean, that's what you're kind of saying is like, they actually, yeah, the Bible would be prime for, if you cut it down to the good parts, yeah, it'd be nothing Especially but Especially like, the Old Testament. Blood. The Old Testament's fucked up. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's the God that we're talking about in this story, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. uh, just, uh, uh, jump back to, to two seconds. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't realize in the scene before this is the bit where uh, Moses actually takes off, uh, he's wearing a wig throughout this first third of the movie, which you don't yeah. realize. This is a thing that I'll point that out later. And also, the interesting bit from the commentary, this whole scene, the banquet scene, was supposed to be, it was almost like three times longer. And they couldn't figure out a way to cut it down, because they were like, this just like goes on for too long, because there was going to be the whole introduction of the banquet, and like all these, like, just banquet things happening. They're like, we gotta figure out a way to, to, to cut this down to like less than two minutes. And they're like, what if we just oh, Moses have... and Ramsey's walking down the buffet line, picking up various pieces <laughs> of meat, not sure shit. what they want to eat. Yeah, that's kind of what was happening then. That's when they, I guess this kind of justifies why the timeline gets a little weird here. They're like, what if we just have Ramsey and Moses show up and they're like, the banquet's already mostly over. <laughs> and, and they just got to the point where it's like, hey, let's hand out the naked ladies. And so, yeah, that, that, that's why this banquet scene is pretty much just, hey, your sex candy. Um, yeah. yeah. So but it's it's Catwoman. It's Catwoman. Yeah, it's Michelle it is, Pfeiffer. I didn't realize that until the credits. I was like, what the f Where was Michelle Pfeiffer in this? Yeah, she does her own singing in the movie, too, which is funny. Yeah. 
But yeah, Seems the priests. Like most of these fools do not have their own singing voices. Yeah. You know what? Ray, Ray Fiennes actually does his own singing, which I'm kind of surprised. But yeah, Val Kilmer and everyone else. Mm. Um, but so uh, <laughs> I want to hear Jeff Goldblum singing. It just turns into a remix of that with him kind of rat talking over it. Yeah, so yeah. she's full of piss and fire and shit and sasses them. She's what, what? biting them. And... Moses says, show some respect, and she snaps back. She's showing them all this respect they deserve. Oh, fuck. And then Moses is like, well, if you want respect, why are you already dressed like a belly dancer, lady? Mm -hmm. What kind of lady are you? And she's like, fuck you. Don't shame me. You're, you're no lady with an outfit on. <laughs> Oh yeah, they, like she almost just like yeah. I'm gonna let you finish the seat. Yeah, that's right. They have a tug of war with her bonds, and Moses lets her go, and oh, she falls into some water, and everyone laughs. I but feel Moses like everyone. Yeah, this is the best time everyone has is watching this poor lady just get wet. It's just like <laughs> Hell they didn't yeah, need any fireworks. You know, Bill, I bet you'd have a good time watching her get wet. <laughs> but yeah, I like this is like the finishing thing for the whole bagel. We're gonna, just, we're gonna just capture a homeless lady and shove her in the water. And just, we're gonna have a good time. And that's how we're gonna end this. But yeah. But Moses' mother is so ashamed. Yeah. She turns her head away and he makes him sad for a moment. Before Ramsey says, send that lady to Moses' chambers. Which is pretty explicit <laughs> for a kid's movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're not gonna be playing Parcheesi. Oh, and hey, I guess all of that, I'll make him chief architect, because he knows things about architecture, That is I one guess. of the more questions. I mean, that is utterly believable, especially we're living with the troll pair. But yeah, I could totally believe someone just, like, some royal guy just like, hey, my brother, who doesn't mm -hmm. do shit and just loves to dump wine on people, hey, you design the next pyramid. Yeah, yeah well, I could totally see that happening. Everybody's super hyped, but Moses, he still feels bad about what he did to the angry lady. Yeah. So later he goes to his room to say sorry, to but he finds that she's escaped and is trying to leave the palace. Yeah, she's tied, tied up, up as dogs? Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. It is! It, the silhouette you see of what's supposed to be her in Moses' bed does look really like Jessica Rabbity, like big tits or something like that. Mm -hmm. But he pulls the curtain aside and it's like a fat old guy who's tied up, which I need yeah. to go back and see how they get that to match up because I guess his elbow is supposed to be the big slopey tits or whatever. Mm, so uh, he, he distracts some guards so she can escape by saying there's a man tied up in my room and look into it. And the guards run off saying they're like, fuck, yeah, that's my kink. The guy, yeah, the guards totally earn their paychecks by not even batting an eye out there. They're just like, okay, whatever, yeah, we're not gonna, like, away. Well, what, what, what? Are you gonna question the prince in yeah. Egypt, where you gotta get beheaded for sneezing the wrong way? In a place where, like, this guy just got royal architect for doing nothing? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, that's kill that's babies King... because somebody was like, eh, maybe someday, maybe gonna overthrow you. Yeah. Egypt was And then the, the idea of a boss baby was born. <laughs> He's the one. He's the one baby who could actually avoid the plagues of Egypt without getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. Oh god. So, so uh, <laughs> she gets some. Actually, water that, that, I would love the idea of just retiring like this movie, Boss Baby, because that's essentially mm. what he, he's a baby who becomes the boss. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not wrong. Uh, can, so you the, know what? Can you can you just upload this episode as just Boss Baby? Yes, <laughs> Twelve thousand BC. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway. <laughs> so she gets some water and leaves into the desert on a camel or some shit. And Moses comes up and the girl who gave him water is like, fuck yeah, you came back. Shit yeah, baby, you want to give us freedom? Oh, that would fucking rule, yeah. That is pretty presumptuous because she is all like, yeah, you're here to save us. And he's all like, mm-hmm. what the fuck you doing, slave? Yeah, and she tells him, fuck yeah, you're our brother, you're gonna help us, God saved your ass, and now you're gonna save us. I sure won't shut up, I'm gonna keep talking, making you matter and matter, and not picking up on the signs we're laying down at all. (laughs) He is being too, I mean, I know the point is that he's being oblivious, and he's got the shield of of privilege around him, but like, also just watching the scene now, yeah, there's a side shot where she's talking to him, where her face gets really weird, uh, Mm -hmm. talking about the weird, like, both design and execution of her, but, uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum has... As Larry, her uncle, is awesome. Larry Stinkums? Larry Stinkums. This is the original Larry Stinkums. The progenitor. Her uncle? What are you like, talking about? That's, it's like, that is... <laughs> what are you talking what? about? These are... That's... It's an uncle, because he's older now. <laughs> I, wanna, I, I need to be in charge of telling kids stories about how time and age works. How family relationships could completely change depending how well know how time is So his, his older sister is his little sister. That's what I'm saying. There's, now she's... His, his, their brother is now their uncle. I mean, she's even now still technically his littler sister. I mean, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> also, right. Jeff Goldblum's character is presumably just like a year or two older than fuck... Well, not a... Yeah, I guess he's a couple years old. Because like, his kid version is like seven or eight years old we see him in the past but like this dude looks like he's already like 52 even though well, he's, he's a slave he's got ah, he's a that's, hard life ah, that's actually a good point i didn't think about that okay yeah so uh he throws her to the ground and says "Ooh, you're gonna regret tonight that's for sure yeah and then she, but then she sings a song and even though he was like three months old he remembers yeah. that shit and runs away into the night like a confused drunk presumably their mom sang this song all the fucking time so it wasn't just that one day but like it was enough. Mm-hmm. Well, he's also whistling the same tune earlier uh, mm-hmm. when he's trying to didn't calm down Ramses after Ramses gets yelled at. The songs are so fucking forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you watch the movie a thousand times over twenty years, like me, you pick up on this stuff. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, now he's gonna sing a song about he's how he's the prince of Egypt, and that thing don't know what she's talking about. I. But then he's, well, yeah. <laughs> Can't even let you get through a single fucking sentence in this. No, it's fine. I do appreciate this. This movie's essential equivalent, like the "I Want" song, but instead mm. of "I Want," it's it's the reverse. It's like con- trying to convince himself that he likes everything that he already has, and that he doesn't need anything more. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't work out because he's all like, "You know, something's up. Mm-hmm. He might be a Jew." Oh no. <laughs> So everyone's worst nightmare. But then he's a hieroglyphic, and he gets chased by other hieroglyphics. <laughs> I'd love to see you pitch this movie to the people, mate. Like the, the to, like, like okay, okay. Then he turns to stone, and he's like a cartoon. He's running around, but now he's a baby. And there's mm-hmm. crocodiles, and that mm-hmm. scene's over. <laughs> like, he watches those drawings kill the fuck out of babies, and then he sees a drawing of his mom running to the river and putting the basket in, yeah. and sending them on his way. And I'm glad I don't dream in hieroglyphics. That'd be trippy. Uh, this is the one so. scene in the movie where the CGI gets really kind of iffy, just because mm. I, it's just the technology at the time could only render, like, stone certain, like, it's yeah. kind of plasticky. I do like how they stage um, his mom running away with him and, and Aaron and Miriam, where she's actually mm. using the parts of the room? Like, she, like there's a part where she hides from the guards, oh, but, yeah. like, 
like the figures kind of like go around a pillar and like she like runs up on the ceiling briefly and stuff like that. I thought that was kind of clever the way it's staged. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I do appreciate them trying to work hieroglyphics more profoundly into the movie because hey, it's Egypt. You got to have hieroglyphics. So. Yep. So he he runs around his palace looking at art in the wall and sees a giant mural that is like, fuck yeah, here's the time the Pharaoh killed a fucking babies on a giant mast man and like you'd never noticed this shit before <laughs> yeah I, I guess he never came down into the basement before um yeah. that's a good fucking point like a or maybe you never understood what it meant because this is how can you not understand what that, that's that what it's not trying to justify i mean it's this is just a shortcut narrative tool but like yeah if you it's one of those things where if you start taking it face value it just starts making less and less sense within the fiction of the world but yeah Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I just love Moses. Like when he said he's giving tours of his palace, and like, oh, here's the baby murder wall. You know, well, we're then... thinking about turning turning this into my den. <laughs> yeah. So then Seti's there, and it was like, yeah, I did that shit. Those those guys were fucking too much. <laughs> just too many babies. I had to put a stop to it. Yeah, he. I mean, to, to be is, fair, it's to Seti. It is, it is a weird. I, I I guess that works. Even even though it was like he knew. He had the prophecy in the original story. I'm pretty sure that, like, hey, a baby's gonna fuck, fucking take all your slaves away or whatever it was. Yeah. But this time it was just like there were too many of them. Too yeah. many babies. I didn't think about that because they don't really articulate the pro. Assuming the prophecy thing was from the actual biblical story. Yeah, that doesn't get articulated here. It is just he's just saying we killed them because there were too many and they could have risen up against us. Which I yeah. that. I mean, if you're going to be a fucking baby-killing monster, that's just, just as much justification for being a baby-killing monster as anything else, I guess. Um, yeah. And I do like how callous he is and that he's trying to make... He, obviously, he has no idea what uh, Moses is going through right at this moment, but I do like he's trying to like make him feel better. Like, eh, they're only slaves. Yeah. And then, yeah, Moses just goes, oh, shit, this is fucked up. I, I, I gotta go. Moses has too much to think about now. He got too many thinksies in his gray meats. His, mm -hmm. his brain grapes be bursting. <laughs> and then his mom is like, ah, oh, shit, the gods sent you to us. We were like, that's cool, we'll take that baby. I mean, what are the odds the baby would fuck us over by taking away all of our slaves? <laughs> so, okay, so she knows that he's a Hebrew. Does Seti know that he was a Hebrew? Because that makes his, like, I they were just slaves so. moment just I, I, even I, more I, I fucked up. I think his mom, sh like, hid that from him or some shit. That, that I don't remember. She just like, oh, hey, honey. Uh, I know I did, didn't seem like I was pregnant much, and, like, well, I just had a I baby. I think I'm sure in the Seti's biblical story dad. they go into it, but, like, yeah. I think Seti's her dad, not her, her husband. Are you serious? Oh, that's... I think. That would actually make more sense because she is, like, his age. Well, no, well, I mean, she's obviously not his age because she's fully grown when she... But she's still definitely way generationally younger than Seti, because you said he's an old man, and she's like hot slamming mama, both both in the current day and in the past. So I don't know what's going on with her. Maybe she just had a really good clone daughter. I don't know. Or she just doesn't fucking age, man. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, stuff. So later, Moses is going to see Ramesses and starts to feel bad because all those slaves are being whipped <laughs> to make shit for them. Ain't yeah. that some shit? Can you believe it? He's ignored all that human suffering till now, till he realized, oh, I, I might be one of them. This is like when I get my stuff from Amazon and the box smells like pee because I just realized for the first time that the box, that the workers at the Amazon warehouse have to pee in the boxes because they don't have bathroom breaks. And I'm like, 
oh, am I the monster? Are they the monster? And then I just forget about it, and I just live on my life, and I never think about it again. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> sure, you're not wrong. <laughs> and then I push a warehouse, Amazon warehouse manager off a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, some old man is getting whipped, and his sister's there. You can tell there she's the sister because <laughs> she's one of the few wearing <laughs> colors in this scene. Yeah. And well, that and Moses gets wild about it, and then in order to stop the guy whipping, and he leaps onto his back like a grasshopper and sends him flying, falling to his death accidentally. He is the it's prince. Quite, you could have just said stop. It's quite different from beating a motherfucker to death with his fist like he did in the actual Bible. Yeah, that's that's one thing reading up about the, like the changes is like yeah he just flat out fucking murders the guy and he's like oh yeah I did it he's like it's like turns into a WWF match. Yeah, like um, you're beating that slave, I will fucking murder your ass. And I guess in the original story, um, well I, I guess as in this story, it is just a stranger that he's trying to defend when he beats mm -hmm. the, the the guard to death. Uh, I guess the filmmakers originally had made it that it was Miriam, you know, his his little big sister getting beat up, and all mm. the all the religious people they talked to, like they, <laughs> this is funny because this is something they said that every no matter which denomination they talked to, the representatives from each nom denomination point out like, no, that's undermining the point of what Moses does because what Moses does here, murdering the guard, even though in the movie version does it accidentally, but what he's doing isn't for a family relationship. It's because he's feeling the 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 pull of his people. It's it's yeah. it's more profound than just family. Like, oh, that's my sister. I just found out she she's my sister last night. I gotta protect my sister. Really? It's more like, yeah. So it had to be a stranger for it to really yeah. like to, to underline the point of like what he's feeling here. So, which I thought that was Ooh. kind of an interesting distinction. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, yeah. When was the last time you watched, the, or have you ever watched <laughs> the entirety of the Charlton Heston version? Man, I've seen bits and pieces. Because I, I don't remember what how that happens. What what holiday did <laughs> they Doesn't always he just shoot him? He just pull out a yeah. shotgun and just blasts <laughs> him off a bridge. Here's... <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. That's, I don't know if I can watch that with a straight face. Like, I, I, on top what, of it what, being like four hours long. What did, did they play that on Easter? Yeah. What Which I guess fuck? is... Isn't Passover close to Easter? Or am I confusing Kinda, that? Kind of, sort of. It, it depends because it's a Jewish calendar, so it changes on the... Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, yeah, Christian and Jewish calendars are gonna, yeah. And I always get confused. What's, what's the holiday in... What's the Jewish holiday in September? I am uh, the worst that Jew. That depends. There's, <laughs> you are the worst. Well, there's Jew. Rosh Hashanah, there's, right? There's Yo, um, Yom Kippur is yeah, the one I'm thinking of. Yom Kippur of. is the yeah. one where they fast from sunset to sunset. There's some others. I'm, I'm I don't remember all the names of theirs. Did no. they release this in December because of Hanukkah? No, that would no. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, I mean, that's assuming that they, your entire family. They yeah, could use that as like a PR excuse, but no, they released it in December because that was when it would have made the most money. Uh, and actually, probably, t I think this movie was directed more towards Christians too, just because I remember the only <gasps> what. <laughs> Aside from the fact that Christians outnumber Jews like Next 10 to 1. Next you're going to tell me that Passion of the Christ was directed to <laughs> racist what white people. What do you know? <laughs> but, like, all, the only thing I remember about this movie when it actually came out is they kept on playing the goddamn uh, Whitney Houston Mariah Carey cover of the theme song. Oh, fuck. We'll get and, to that like, even, shit. And, like, even the end credits of this, it's all black R&B, so I think this is definitely more black, black evangelical targeted at least the at least the marketing was i think the movie when they just made it they were just like hey we're just gonna make it for everybody well that but explains I think the all the black people in the movie yeah i know <laughs> uh, yeah anyway but yeah so, so Moses anyway, he fucks runs... up a dude 
<laughs> he runs away, overflowing with emotions. Yeah. His brother chases him down and is like, yeah, so you killed a dude. Whatever, no biggie. I am Egypt. I can make it so that shit never happened, yo. Which, for Where me, Moses... I, that always strikes me as one of the more horrifying parts, too, along with Seti being they were just slaves, is, like, the callousness. I mean, th- I mean, that's the whole point is, like, you know, uh, the Moses being woken up to the callousness of his, of his, of his husband and... As his husband, his father, and his, his brother, but yeah, it's a little bit like ah, God, no, that's not the point. You're risking the point here. Yeah, yeah. But um, Moses can't stay there any longer and runs away, telling the Ramses if he wants to know who I really am, Koaskaban, I used to call my father. Yeah, which is a little. <laughs> yeah. I guess that ec- I just occurred to me because I think Miriam says the same thing, like you know, just ten minutes earlier. Where he's like, where he's like, I don't know who I am. And she's like, she says, Go ask the man you call father. So I guess he's already adopting Miriam's shtick here a little bit. It's been a rough 24 hours for this This dude. is, yeah, this whole story, aside <laughs> from the prologue, is taking place over the course of like 12 hours. Yeah. So he stumbles, bumbles around the desert, just like Gary Busey and Bulletproof. Yeah. Eventually ripping <laughs> off all his If only he had a magic jewelry. wheel to adhere himself to, to <laughs> more quickly traverse the desert. And even yeah. his fancy wig he takes off. Not the ring, though. He's gonna keep that fucking ring. That shit's yeah. worth money. Um, uh, I so forgot that, that, like, that's the gift he gets from, uh, uh, Ramsey's at the banquet, so that's why it becomes a th- And I guess it's- it, he, he gives it back later, and it's like a boom, boom, boom moment, but yeah. Bill, you're very good at filling in the holes that I- Well, these are things the I didn't notice until after, like, seeing the movie for, like, 15 years, I was like, no, oh, that's what? I, I'm, I'm giving you a compliment. Sometimes <laughs> I miss things in my notes, and you fill them in. It just takes 15 minutes, and then he takes his hair off. Which I'm gonna freak get, me out. I'm probably, I'm probably gonna get a little slurry because I'm I'm drinking some <laughs> coke and rum and uh, I haven't really eaten much so. Uh oh, it's gonna be a wild. I think next... I might have to take over by the end. <laughs> a wild next three pages. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? We're already like like almost like a halfway through the story, so there's actually yeah, we're getting three there. or six pages. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, but storm, yeah, the fucking the storm from the storm mummy shows up. Him. Yeah, he gets buried in the sand. A camel happens to walk past on, on the, over the top of his head. Disney ass some of camel. His hair. Yeah, yeah. He grabs the reins and gets drugged through the desert till he finds a water hole where he drinks with some sheep. He stops some bandits from stealing some shit from some yeah, girls. Yeah, and it's funny how he stops. Or he them. Gets, there's no, no violence. No, he actually, he gets caught in an Assassin's Creed's origin quest in the middle <laughs> oh of this movie. He gets, he gets bugged out and he has to restart the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he just slaps their their goat or their horse or whatever and the goat just runs off and then they have to go chase He's like, do those belong to you? <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing that the girls couldn't done themselves, but... Yeah. Oh, they have camels. That's what it is. Then he falls in a well. And then the fiery, sassy lady from earlier shows up to pull him out. But seeing who it is, she lets him drop back down. It is a cute moment. I do like when she flicks her shirt after dropping him. And it is funny because it's, you know, mirroring the scene where she she got knocked in the water because he let go of the rope at the banquet. And brr, brr, brr. <laughs> it is funny because the kids are all like, there's a funny man in the well. And she's like, oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> Yeah. And then he's getting a sponge bath from some old ladies, and they clean they his asshole. Are fucking blow drying his dick slit hole? Like they're getting that invasive. <laughs> like they clean his butthole. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like I think you've cleaned everywhere. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> fucking old lady rimming his ass. Just mm, gotta get every little crumb of sand. I got to get it clean for you, dearie. Oh God. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, so, but then uh, he gets married. 
Well, hold on. <laughs> this now. happens pretty well. That's so, almost what happens in the movie, though. <laughs> hold on. It's pretty up. rough. There's like a little montage, and then he's married. Yeah. So anyway. her father Jethro comes in saying there's a blessing he's there. It's Danny Glover. And what the fuck do they think they're doing putting a non-white person in this movie about non-white people? Oh, I didn't people? think about that. The this funny is an thing outrage. Is, I remember this movie came out. They were like, Danny Glover, which is in the 1990s. That was a bigger deal with Danny Glover in a movie. I, I think I counted. I think he literally has two lines in the movie because then he just sings his entire rest. Uh, this his entire role in this movie is singing the song and it's sung by a different guy. So it's funny you have this top listed cast member who literally says two lines in the movie welcome to the prince of egypt yeah i mean same thing with patrick i mean patrick stewart at least has like two separate scenes he may only have four lines but at least he's you know there's a little bit more than that character but anyway but yeah he's singing about heaven's eyes and how you have to get your shit together or god god will give give you good stuff if you stop being well, an asshole so they say it's pretty cool Moses is there. But oh, he okay, says, oh, I've yeah. done bad things. I'm not that cool. Yeah, he's being all self But Jethro, Jethro's like, nah, you saved my daughters two times now, so that's cool. Here's a song. And then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what happens, though, yeah. And then he lives with them, and he's a shepherd now, and geez, you kill one slave driver, and now all of a sudden you uproot your whole life. This he's is... Fall, he's even falling in love, learning how to dance, was life changing his life, and now they're married. This is some mixed messages, because all he does is murder a guy, and then he's rewarded with, like, he doesn't have to pay any taxes. Well, he, he did gets before. He gets free food. Well, you, but, he uh, did but, before. Yeah, but now he he found some desert pussy. Okay, and like he didn't he have could, that before. Well, I guess that's the big thing he didn't have before, because everything else has actually... Actually, this is kind of like ghetto living for him by his own comparison, but yeah. But now he got new sandals, and Jethro He's gives him a sandals. robe. He got a fancy robe. He got he growing beard. His hair gets all shaggy. He gets all erotic, mm. tanned in the mm-hmm. desert. Doesn't um, have to worry about lice or STDs anymore. He gets to see how sheep's is born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes, which is he comes apparently just... through their stomach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a whole. I, I, I guess there's a whole thing when they get married to support. I mean, I, I, you know what? The fucking the fact that the guy's name is Jethro cracks me up because I always forget that like real human normal, <laughs> real human normal names. Wow, that's a way to be white Anglo <laughs> Anglo centric. <laughs> but like I forget that like the names we have like white people living in America like most of them just come from like Bible shit. So when you hear someone just named Jethro. It's just like, what? Is he like a redneck hillbilly? Like, no, that's my- just a name that came from the Bible. <laughs> I mean, uh, my name came from the Bible. I mean, my... No, I don't mind it. I mean, William's Germanic, but I'm sure there's some kind of... But yeah. It just, I don't know. I was in a lion's <laughs> den. That's all I know. Um, it's just funny when you hear like, oh, the Book of Doug or something like hey. that. Like, <laughs> Bill, do you know anything about the Bible? I'm no. not asking that as an asshole. I'm I know the, the New Testament is comprised of four books: Mark, Larry, David, <laughs> Stinkums, and Stinkums. John. <laughs> That's the, I know there's Exodus. <laughs> I know the fucking Satan shows up at the end. And, I, yeah, and he's man, like, barely, surprise, it was me all the time, motherfucker. I've made it, actually, I've honestly tried to sit down and read my way oh, through the no, Bible you can't a read the Bible. Time, and it's no, just... don't. You can't do that. Is there like a... You know what? I'm actually honestly surprised there's not some kind of hip podcast. That does like dramatic reenactments of the Bible. Not not even trying well, to be there funny is. or cute. We just don't know about it. Oh, that's true. There's probably oh, I didn't think about like the straight laced Ned Flanders reenactments that are out there. Yeah. Uh but anyway, I did think according to the commentary, they had to figure out a way to they were trying to make the marriage between uh 
uh, Zipporah and What's-His-Face try to be, like, kind of biblically kind of correct, so they had to figure out how way they could dance together without touching each other, which I thought was mm. kind of interesting. So that say they had her, like, sashaying with little cloth and stuff like that. I just thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> they fucked through a hole in a sheet. <laughs> I'm just, at which point, dude, yeah, it's like, we're not gonna worry about that so much. But yeah, they get, so, they yeah, get hitched. And but the song's forgettable, and... Uh, I, I don't know, man. It's something's lost not having songs be Broadway-style musical and musicals. Yeah? I feel like to make a, a, bro, uh, a movie musical song be memorable, it kind of has to be Broadway-style. Mm, what do you mean? Just, like, just the characters coming out and saying, I want, like, this like, is what I want No, stuff. no, no, like Little Shop of Horrors or Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast. All those songs are kind of Broadway-style. Mm-hmm. You mean just the but one they composed? Yeah, this oh, isn't okay. Broadway style, and I don't remember a fucking single song from this movie. Yeah. I think you need to have musicals be Broadway style, or else it's just like, meh, that kind of rolled off my back. Mm. At least the song is uh, the song is short. The whole That's what I was kind of joking yeah, about, how, bad. how abruptly they're married, because, like, the song is pretty much just, just uh, what's playing underneath the montage the, of them falling in love and stuff. It's literally like a minute <laughs> at the most. Yeah, and then like I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the song and all that's coming up. It in is my just head is, it's is just fucking Moana songs. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a fan of Moana? No, I am. Uh, I just was the only song it is, is Here You Are. It really is just song. Through Heaven's Eyes, Through Heaven's Eyes, Don't Masturbate. Yeah. God will yeah. see your size. You know, it's just yeah. This the sentiment <laughs> they're, they're like, saying is super nice, simple girl. too. It's they're pretty much saying yeah, yeah. If if you stop obsessing over stupid shit, you'll be cool. And that's like it's the simplest sentiment. So you, it's really even hard to build a song around that, even if you wanted to make it Broadway style. But anyway, they're married, and like it's the next morning, and she's got fucked like sex hair. And he's, mm-hmm. like, touching her cheek in a weirdly well, intimate no, way well, you don't see in animated features outside of Wizards yeah. very often. Yeah. He tends to the sheep, and he has to chase one, because it looks different than all the rest, so you can tell it's important <laughs> to apply. He's gonna beat it to death. <laughs> he's got his murder stick. While chasing it, he crawls into a cave and finds a burning bush, what? and it's yeah. it's very mystical. The fire doesn't even burn him. I do like the, I, the music here is nice. It's all, like, Star Trek Generations. And mm-hmm. I do like yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> no when he they go to the, have you seen Star Trek Generations? Yeah, they go into the well, Nexus and it's the like they took the bro, same music. It's all like sure. oh, and like I do. I've like just the... never heard anybody describe music as Star Trek Generations before. <laughs> That's exactly. I swear to God, they just asked the guy whoever composed the music for Star Trek Generations. They're like, we're under, we're, we're out of money. Can we just use your Nexus music for this? I do like how, like, of course he does the thing where he puts his stick into the fire and it doesn't burn. Staff. He sticks his hand. His I guess it's, yeah, this, I guess, the, well, it's the same thing. It's just a dramatic way to say stick. Um, <laughs> but I do like how they have, like, the ocean reflections in the middle, uh, like, of all over the walls of the cave, which is, like, you know, obviously that's not what fire would do, but it kind of creates the effect of, like, something unnatural happening, but still being kind of like a natural look. I just thought it was kind of cool, a way to execute the burning bush. It could have just been fire, but yeah. <laughs> a baby burst into the room again. Speaking of, oh, oh. hey, buddy, you better be good. We're gonna put him on the Willamette River. <laughs> so, what'd you think of uh, the idea of casting um, the god the same voice as Moses? I didn't realize. I guess that's what they also they did for the Charlton Heston version. Uh, which oh, is did an... it? Yeah, supposedly. That's what I was reading up about this. Which is an idea they fell back to because their original idea was um, the God's voice was just going to be the voice of all the important people in Moses' life. 
and like combined together. Yeah, mm. and they said it sounded cool, but they were worried that like people would get the inference that like it was the voice of a bunch of different gods speaking together. When the yeah. whole point is that you know I'm later on, they were that like sensitive about it. Yeah, um, and so and because, especially because since it becomes such a big plot point later in the movie that it is just one god versus like the myriad of gods of the you know Egyptian panoply. Parthenon? Yeah. What's it called? What's the word? Know. Whatever. But like, so they're like, okay, well, let, let, let's default back to just having a singular voice, but we'll just have it Val be Valkyrie or Bing. <sighs> hey, Moses. But the problem is, it sounds almost exactly like the devil from the the Adventures of Mark Twain. <laughs> really? Because it's yeah. just a guy saying stuff, except no, when he gets you, angry. Who made the mouth? Sequence from no. that that, mo that movie. Did we do that? No. Hmm. Should, if I've you haven't seen it, we should. I've seen that thing. Because that's like the half hour long claymation thing. Or is that like a no, whole it's feature a, it's length? A full, it's a feature length. All I remember is, is like Mark Twain in the in the air balloon. I remember the devil. Yeah, no, there's a, Isn't it like there's a disembodied a head floating in the dark? No, there's sequence. Uh, the devil was wearing like kind of like the armor that um, from uh, the Brad remake Stoker? of Dracula. Yeah. yeah. But he's oh, got yeah, like I a remember masquerade being red. mask he's holding hmm. up to use his face instead of that. But I remember the visuals, the but voice, I don't remember the audio so much, yeah. The voice of the devil sounds almost exactly like Val Kilmer's version of God here. Hmm. That's interesting. Because, like, I mean, he's really, he's really just kind of, like, generically reading the lines. It's only when God becomes angry that, like, there's any real kind of distinctive quality to the voice. And that's only just because it gets loud and the fire explodes. And he's like... Mm -hmm. I made man's mouth. Who made the mute and the stupid and the blind and brr, brr, brr. <laughs> And I do like that he's all like, he feel God feels bad because then Moses is all like, oh shit, I pissed off God and he cowers the corner. <laughs> I gotta take off my shoes. Oh and shit. And then he's like, and like, he, I do like, God is like, oh Moses, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you. Come on, little tripper. I'm gonna buy you ice cream. And, but P.S., you still have to kill the Egyptians for me. God's gonna get his people out of slavery and take them to a place flowing with milk and honey. You know what? I just put uh, watching this movie. I just put myself in like, like uh, back in the day that would be like a tempting thing. But now you're just like milk and honey. Uh, <laughs> like well, yeah. Quirk. I mean, can you I give me Mountain Dew and Doritos, please? I, I know you're not supposed to take it literally. Yeah, I don't want to get all YouTube about it. Like, oh, milk and honey. What is it? Is honey gonna come out of honey trees? <laughs> but like, just as as yeah. a phrase, like, yeah, to these days, you would say like Bitcoin and titty gifts. Like titty gifts. Titty gifts. Anyway. <laughs> Flowing with real dolls and nothing else. Ah. Flowing so, with unlimited hey, fast speed internet. God yeah. says, "Hey yo, don't stress it, baby. I'm not gonna be with you. The Pharaoh's gonna be a total dick, though. So I smite him with my wonders. Wait till he sees all the wonderful blood. I'll change the water into. It's gonna be wicked sweet." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, take the staff, and you will show. I will show you how to do my wonders, and I will tell you what to say." And then Moses is like, "Okay, okay, whatever." Yeah, I I do wish I remembered more of the Moses story because i remember bits and pieces but i assume there's got to be more to this because it is the, yeah, there yeah is. this is one of the things too i remember as because i know aaron plays a way bigger part in the actual that's story. what my, my friend dylan's been to like we've watched this movie a couple times together and she always talks about how it's funny how they pretty much co totally gut aaron's role because like it's aaron that comes with him is pretty much his second well, yeah, right -hand man because moses is like hey god i talk stupid can aaron come uh, and talk for me is. 
Yeah, so really, most of the movie should be Aaron doing everything while Moses stands in the background Which going, you like, hire- whispering into his ear, tell him he's an asshole. You hire, you hire Jeff Goldblum to talk, and then you don't really have him talk in the movie. I mean, you yeah. have him talk, but he's he's a mouthpiece for He's Moses. literally got he's three scenes, Moses, yeah, so. where he's just like, oh, no, we don't oh. want to get hit with a stick. Yeah. yeah, he just says, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Why is getting beaten? Ow, yeah. ow, 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 ow. What did Dylan grow up? A white lady? <laughs> I mean, like, was she Catholic or She is non-denominational? Luth- is she Lutheran? Mm, I don't know. I'm asking I you. I think it's Lutheran. <laughs> I think it's Lutheran. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, she does Christy stuff because she is Christian, but, like... <laughs> She does Christy stuff. That's, that's what, man, that's my basic, like, I know there's, <laughs> fish, there's, the I cra- know. there's the Christy people and they're scared of fish on Fridays. I don't know what so, the fuck that's about. There's the Jews who hate fish altogether. Your parents did about religion, right? Uh, my great, uh, my grandparents did, my dad didn't, my mom and my sister would waffle back and forth between being like, we're gonna become a church-going family we're- and then forgetting about it. So did you, like, have to go to church on, like, Christmas Eve and whatever? Uh, n- thankfully, no. When I was a little kid, and my parents were still around my grandparents, like when I was l- like, b- like when I was like from born to being six. That's a way to say it. My English ain't <laughs> so good. Like living in Texas, like every once in a while we would have to go to church, uh, like uh-huh. yeah, on Christmas and stuff like that. But it was like these really shitty, like brand new churches that looked like they were made out of shoe boxes. They weren't like cool, like Catholic mm. cathedrals or anything like that. And all I remember is like, man, I feel bad. I shouldn't even say this on the podcast, but my mom recently, she's, my dad died a couple years ago. My mom's become a super Christer. Like she's super into religion these days. Mm -hmm. And uh, not that long ago, she was like, oh, Billy, why don't, why aren't you a God-fearing Christian like me? And part of me wanted to be like, because when I was a kid, we would come out of church and everyone start complaining about the fucking, Ah, that ain't kosher. Like like they would Mm. use that terminology. Like even as a kid, I was like. You know, like hearing these people talk yeah. about like, you know, like, you know, love and no. so, and then I was yeah, be no, like, that, it was kind of not exactly. Even saying my that parents. now hurts my head. Just I should, I, just, I probably, hopefully, I'll remember to delete that from the podcast. Oh, no. But like, it's just, but that's <laughs> well, what I would hear. It. Yeah, no, because uh, I have curly hair, and somebody told my mom once they were talking to her, and they was like, "Look at that boy! I can tell he's got some N word in his history." And they're like, uh, "She was like, okay, I'm done talking to you." Goodbye. Yeah, this uh, would just end the conversation. So, yeah, but yeah, so, so that's why I never really got into religion, because like even as a kid, not not to say I was a super smart kid. But, yeah, just going literally five minutes from, like, I love everybody to everyone in the car on the way home talking about, well, especially because we were in Texas, too. It wasn't just about the black people. It was all about, like, everyone who wasn't white. It was all about the, you know, the, the Latinos and stuff like that, too. And just like, going, oh, my God. Like, it, like it literally, like, it's not that, like, I was so smart and I could see, oh, it's not like I was, like, a six-year-old going, mother, father, the hypocrisy here is frightening to me. I was like, it could literally just confused me. And it wasn't until I got older I realized, oh, no, it's just a bunch of racist hypocrites. And so, yeah, yeah anyway. I was I was fairly lucky. My parents were pretty liberal for being pretty religious, and my my grandparents were pretty liberal. Yeah. So I, I I got lucky, I guess. It says a lot that like it was actually well. Anyway, I was about to talk about how like it was mo- mostly the Southern Texas Texans in my family the mo- the most hypocritical racist. Because once I moved to Pittsburgh, they were racist, but it wasn't quite so. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> they were open about it. They were more open. <laughs> they hated just, everyone, not just. Yeah, at least just... I wasn't cloaked in like Jesus says we should love everybody. Anyway, shut up.
Moses, he's got to go wreck the... No, Egypt. it's fine. I asked you the question. I know. But I'm just saying. Yeah. So we can get the podcast back on track, I guess. Actually, yeah. if you're drinking, I should be drinking some more. Do I know? I don't uh, know any coke. No, no. One of us should be sober. Uh, that's a good point, actually. Okay. And we are halfway through. Stick around, kids. There's more to come. Hush now, my baby. Be still, love, don't cry. Sleep as you're rocked by the stream. Rescued from a river. Come, Ramesses. We will show Pharaoh your new baby brother, Moses. <laughs> second born, second place. Not for long. Raised by royalty. You are not a prince of Egypt. What did you say? Everything I am is a lie. You are our son. I can't stay here any longer. Moses? Please. Goodbye, brother. The truth gave him the courage to do the impossible. Abandon this futile mission, Moses. DreamWorks Pictures presents a story for our time. Look at your life through heaven's eyes. A celebration of the human spirit and the most anticipated movie of the year. Moses has a mission. His tutorial mission is over. It's time it's for the tutorial. real game to start. Now he just he goes into free roam mode. Jesus fuck. <laughs> so an hour eight minutes in, I, I step on the cord and make a really loud noise. So you're gonna have to edit that out. That's fine. Let's <laughs> put an explosion sound over it. So uh, um, he tells his I'm wife. Just, I'm just thinking about like this being the camp from Red Dead Redemption 2. Now he can finally get the fuck out of here and go see some cool stuff. So yeah. he tells his wife about it. She's not keen on the idea, but Moses is like, Come on, baby, look at your family. Look how cool they are. I want that for my people, the Hebrews. And she is, gets it. It is a nice little bit of acting here, because you don't get to see the conversation. You just you just wordlessly see him come back to Zipporah and try to explain to her everything that just happened to him. And mm. she's just like super like, oh, like it's like the wind's been knocked out of her. Uh, according to the filmmakers, I guess they had a bigger scene here where uh, she got upset at Moses and was like, I can't remember what they said the argument was, but they said it threw, totally threw the the, the the pace of the film off because, like, you're just so energized from this mission from God that you would just want to see Moses go right into doing what he has to do. But instead, like, there's a five-minute detour of her just getting angry at him for some reason that they had to take out, which I was... Why would you even put that in there? Because, like, yeah, that's not really, like, relevant to the plot. Yeah. I'm sure but she would all, be justifiably would, angry, but... It also know. would be kind of shitty just to be, like, completely ignore his wife and just be like, go, go, go! I do like that she at but least at, at you get least, to see what her reaction is. Like, yeah, it's not. And at least they took out the part where like Mo God was mad at Moses for not circumcising his kid. Was that a thing? I wouldn't be a bit thing. surprised. 
No, it is, yeah. So, um... Schizophrenic ass... God, Christ. <laughs> it's the Old Testament God. Oh. He was angry about a lot of stuff. So, she totes gets it. So oh, yeah, and she's like, Moses oh, yeah. Goes. Oh, then Moses has to be all like, see, your family, they're free. I just want the same thing for my people. So, yeah. she, that, that that's when she's like, like, yeah, I get it. So, it turns out when he gets back to Egypt, slavery's still a problem. Who would have seen that? Yeah. But no, now Ramses is, is Pharaoh. And he dies some shit. Oh, that's, so. uh, that is kind of a funny reveal. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I laughed. I was just, just, just about to joke about how much time has passed, but I realized when he's, when Moses is talking to Zipporah about her family being free, you get to see that the three daughters that he rescued earlier are more grown. Like, mm -hmm. like that little, like, there's one of her sisters is like, it's like oh, the, the Belcher that. family. They're actually like, like, they're, but they're like adult size now, so I guess it's been at least like maybe a decade that he's been <laughs> Not gone. bite size anymore. Yeah, well, it's funny because she's still like wearing like a, like a turquoise thing over her face. So she, it's still the exact same costume design for all three characters, just now 10 years, <laughs> 10 years later. But anyway, mm. yeah, anyway. Okay. So it's been about 10 years. But yeah, so, so he comes back. He says, "Oh yeah, this this slavery shit didn't slow down." No. Then Ramses is happy to see him, and they, oh, it's a reunion. And then the high priests are like, "Hey, remember Moses killed that one dude, punished him to death." Yeah. And it is. It is. Ramses is like, "Hey, I pardon all of his crimes forever and ever. He's cool now. He's oh, fist bump. Yeah." Say that to justify why he just doesn't have Ramses or Moses arrested. Because he yeah, does kind of say, from now and for all time, I am going to pardon this guy. Um, yeah, huh, probably. That's interesting. And it is kind of an extra knife to the heart that he's so happy to see Moses come back, and he has absolutely no idea what Moses is here for. He's just like, hey, it's my brother! We could drink... <laughs> we could have drinkings of the cold ones together again. Mm -hmm. And then Moses is just like... The coldest eh. one! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh... Moses is like, hey, in my heart, we brothers... But things can't be like they was, cause you know, all that slavery stuff, it's really harsh and my mellow. So if you could like cut it out, that'd be super deluxe. And then he you just know, throws since a... I turns out I'm a Hebrew, you know. And, and then he just <laughs> throws a snake at him and runs away. <laughs> that's that's the scene ends. So he shows off the power of God by turning his staff into a snake. A very ugly, poorly designed snake, in my opinion. He really? I mean, yeah. it, you know, this is one of the things, like, there's... there's. I bits, guess you could call it stylized. There's bits like this and the actual exodus of the Hebrews out of Egypt. Not even the Red Sea part, but just, like... There's a couple things that, like, really lend this story well to animation and just something as simple as a staff turning into a snake. And not even talking about the snake design, no, no, but just, that's like, fine. how simple I, I, that I, shot is done this, is I appreciate snakes... how easy that is to do in animation, whereas, of course, if there's were live action no, no, no. at the time, it would look like terrible don't, CGI. Don't... But... Don't oh, I know, I know what you're I just talking think about, it's but the like, snake's face is ugly. Yeah, but it's funny that like how you're talking about how ugly the design is, but like yeah, that that got me thinking about how when I was watching this, I was like, oh yeah, but this is actually this is actually something that kind of plays to the animation strengths a little bit. Just 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 the transformation of the snake. Uh, but so then, then the pre we get the fast forward moment of the movie. Well, the priest sing a song about how he's playing with the big boys now, and man. How do you make a, a villain song boring in a movie? Because they figure out a you way. You make it slow, and they're just like... And the characters, again, are just... Like, the character designs are just ugly. Just and the, fucking give Steve Martin a banjo, for fuck's sake. He does a King Tut routine in his act! 
Like, how does he not like, dude? Yeah, exactly. Oh I my don't even, god. I don't even particularly like Martin Short and Steve Martin, but they fucking waste these dudes. Yeah. I, I like I was mentioning before, I could, I have to give the movie a little bit of credit for not just turning these guys into ass clowns who ruin every moment they show up in. But the, yeah. the cost of they are just fucking boring instead. They're just like. But they could they could cast anybody to play these things. Like, yeah, in the some end. of the times I heard Steve Martin talk, talk and I was uh, I didn't hear Steve Martin per se. I heard um, oh fucking what's his name? Yeah, the dude who's awesome, Ron Perlman. No, uh, the other dude who's awesome. Um, oh God, Pirates of Penzance. Oh, Kevin Klein. Uh, yeah, Ke I heard Kevin Klein. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, but oh, he would have been Kevin wasted Klein? too. Kevin Klein is the voice of, was it Fish Dicks? He's been showing up in more commercials these days, which makes me wonder, like, is he getting ready for a divorce with Phoebe Cates? Like, what Bill, is... <laughs> how much would you pay to spend a day with Kevin Klein? Man, I would I would probably run over a small child. <laughs> just to, like, hey, let's, let's hang out, let's talk, I like you, Kevin Klein. You almost played Ro uh, uh, Peter Pan in Hook, which would have been such a better better movie, even though I love Rob Williams, but... Mm -hmm. Oh, and I would just just to get it, just so I can go over to his house and go oh, and, and, and sniff through Phoebe Cates' underwear drawer. That'd be just <laughs> worth it enough. I could eBay that shit for a fortune. I could make back whatever money I have to spend to I get need, the Kevin Klein. I need to check because I know we. This now makes at least four movies. I don't know if we've done more than four Kevin Klein movies. Can you name them all, Bill? Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Pirates of Penzance. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Pirates of Penzance. Pirates of Penzance, Fish uh -huh. Called Wanda. Uh-huh. Dave? No. I'm trying to even think of four Kevin Klein movies. <laughs> oh my god, what else? It was an animated DreamWorks movie. Oh, Rodelder. Oh, the movie that yeah. came after this. Yeah. And then oh, this. Oh, man. So that's four. Oh, so this... I don't no, Kevin Klein's not in this. What? Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> you were it's joking about how you thought it could have just been... <laughs> That's what I was like, what? Yeah, no, oh, I'm sorry, I'm talking. But sorry. yeah, or it could have been fucking, it could have been anyone. And it still yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't even no, made but the movie so, any Steve's... better. It just would have. Yeah. Can I fucking, <laughs> I there's one stop. moment in this movie that haunts me. The fat frog guy comes up and randomly says, oh, that's so pretty, to nothing at all. It's just a random mm. utterance in the song that is not playing it... off of anything. And it's just like my problems with these asshole characters in a nutshell. It's just a random well, utterance. You know what another thing I think with these characters is? Another problem? I have What's no that? idea who plays which. Yeah, no, it's... Like, I should be able to distinguish which one's which. at but... just a kind of a drop of a hat, but I have no idea who Steve Martin plays. They could have changed throughout the movie, and I still wouldn't know. Despite the fact they have such horrifyingly distinct character designs, the fat guy and the skinny guy, it's just... They're just a wash. Yeah, they, have no they make no impression upon the viewer other than... I want these fuckers off my TV screen as fast as possible. Yeah. Well, which so happens. They yeah, they, they really don't have much. Well, no, I guess this is when the plagues start. They have more to contribute, but this is like their big. Oh, fuck. A little scene. tiny. Just even watching bit. it now, I'm just like. They turn water into Kool Aid, and that's pretty much And then disappear. Oh, they so get boils on them, but. They turn their staffs into snakes, too. But most snakes eat their staffs, which impressed people in the Bible that were like, holy fuck, his snake ate our snakes. But here, it's just that thing that kind of happens in the background yeah. by a shadow. Literally in the background, because it's like, it's it's insinuated it's happening behind like an urn or something. Like, no one can even see it's happening. Yeah. So. But then, they're like, okay, we'll have fucking time is wasted. Let's go talk. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. that's, it's, oh my god. It's a real bummer that song's so 
nothing. Yeah. I can't Thank even God it's a pretty it's short song, but damn. Yeah, so Ramsey's and Moses talk in private. Moses says, hey, yo, I kind of mean it, bro. I want those the Hebrews free. Here's here's your high school ring back. <laughs> I'm breaking <laughs> up with you. Here's yeah, your it's kind of what the scene is in the breakup scene. It is nice because they're back in the Pharaoh's uh, main throne chamber. And you do get mm-hmm. to see they, they you get to see the, the the side view shot of all of Egypt that I had mentioned earlier in the film. Yeah. When Patrick Stewart was there. And now you get to see that like uh, Ramses has added a big profile statue of his own head next to his father's. And you get to see how the city's been built up even more in the 10 years I, that uh, Moses has been gone. I wonder what it was like to be a pharaoh back then in Egypt and like see your predecessors. Syphilitically like- awesome. Well, no, yeah, no, but no, like, see your predecessor have this huge monument where it's their face on this stone and be like, Shh, I, I, I got- kind of want to change it to me because oh, yeah. that's them. Also, like, it would be, I'd rather take all that money that we put into making a new, just, it's just cheaper to just change it to me and then I can spend all that money on Egyptian Nintendo games. Yeah, and like, yeah, why work harder than I have to? Even when it comes to making the Jews do it all for me, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, the the idea that like, like, okay, my dad had a pyramid this big. I gotta have a pyramid that that's that's much bigger. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all that shit. Jesus Christ, no wonder that. Well, I guess that shit was around for thousands Egypt of years. Egypt was but... just a big dick measuring contest. Kind of was. And with everyone, you know, if I could say the word measuring correctly, I would. But I've had too much. Me, yeah, what's just turning into a McElroy's podcast all of a sudden. Um, but yeah, even down to like everyone being buried with all their treasure and so shit, this, so they could show it off in the afterlife and shit. And it's like Jesus Christ, everyone loved their shit in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then, uh, wait, wait, where the fuck are we? Uh, they break up. Uh, Moses yeah, they... hands over his, his high <laughs> school ring. Up. Yeah. So Ramsey's heart is hardened, and he says the Hebrews' workload has doubled because of you, you asshole. And then yeah. outside, a Hebrew throws mud at Moses' face. And then Aaron, his brother, his real brother, is there and is like, Oh, boo, it's yeah. tough for you. Thanks a lot. He practically but, does the thing where he almost like minces and goes, eh, Look at me, I'm Moses. Eh, I'm helping everybody. <laughs> eh. But his yeah. sister Miriam is there too. And good gravy, they did tell Sandra Bullock to put no emotions into her role because. I want you to be oof. the Prince of Egypt. Bah. Yeah, I'm, uh, Sandra Bullock has never been one of my favorite performers, but yeah, she doesn't. The fact that she's kind of flat as a human performer doesn't really help her as a cartoon performer either. It's like, wasn't there a goddamn movie of who's the pirate guy of legend? Sinbad? Didn't they have a a Sinbad cartoon movie from DreamWorks that was yeah. voiced by like Brad Pitt? And Brad Pitt seems like the yeah, worst person sounds, you'd ever want to voice right. the cartoon character. Because it would just be like, Hey, I'm Brad Pitt. Hey, I'm Brad Pitt. I'm a cartoon. My name's Simba. You know, Bill, I, I should talk your impressions a lot. But um, your Brad Pitt impression, hey. I I, pre- I pretty much thought he was he was on the phone with me. Hey, hey, Daniel. Would you like to be true romance with me? Would you like to speak out of my honey bear? True romance? <laughs> what? Honey bear? bear? We gotta kill us some Nazis. Oh, you're no Brad You're old Bill Mudwin. <laughs> hey, my name's Brad Pitt. Now I'm a baby. I'm turning old. I'm a Benjamin Boy. How you doing? Oh, Brad Pitt is... Somebody get Bill. Brad Pitt is back. <laughs> yeah, it's turning McElroy podcast. I'm turning into the fucking giraffe from... Uh, what is that? Oh, God. What podcast would they have the giraffe come on and, and Justin McElroy gets so angry? Anyway. Oh, that was... um. 
besties. Besties, yeah. <laughs> he, he would get so angry because that giraffe bit was the worst bit. And of it would all time. go on for on and the moment what's was it Griffin or one of the other guys were like, Oh, no, I hear was, I hear some yeah. giraffe hooves coming down the street and like Justin would just like hang up his call and shit like that. I always thought that was great. <laughs> anyway, come so, listen to our podcast where we talk about our favorite parts about a better podcast <laughs> oh, from God. years ago. Yeah, from exactly. Years yeah. Ago. From now cancelled podcast. I like it when Court and Fat Boy got bad at the thing. <laughs> I like the one-up show when they talk about Gears of War <laughs> I like previews. When, I like it when Corden Fatboy talked to Mike Russell back in 2006. Exactly. Hey, what do you think about that on new uh, Spider-Man 2? I thought so, it was pretty good. Anyway. <laughs> Moses goes to the river. Moses Rams- supposes, erroneously. <laughs> Ramsey's floating around, and Moses is like, hey, yo, let my people go. And Ramsey's like, hey, fuck off. I do like he just goes to the waterfront, and he's like, hey, hey, Ray. Ramses, guess what? Ramses like, what? Let my people go. <laughs> He's like, no, fuck <laughs> off. He's like, oh, fuck you. I'm going to stick my dick in the water and see what happens. <laughs> he yeah. sends the guards to get him, but the god whispers is like, hey, hey, put your staff in the water. Put your staff in the water. See what happens. Come She's on, gonna... god. god. And so he does. <laughs> Great god. He's like, do it, do it, do it, do it. He's like Sonic the Hedgehog trying to convince Bart to steal a video game. Just do, turns... it, do it, do it, do it, do <laughs> it. He turns that shit straight up into blood, and the guards freak out, because apparently Egyptian guards have never seen blood before. Well, to be fair, they have not been almost drowning in blood. This is another thing where it's like, this this would be so much easier to pull off in animation than in real life, because I just love, like, when the blood starts, like... It's not, yeah, it's it's not really blood oozing out of the staff. It's it's blood, it really is the water just turning into blood, but I love how there's, like, blood clots in it and shit like that. Mm. They did a really good job of, like... Yeah, this would be. This would not look nearly as good as if you just like put someone in a river and then just dumped Kool Aid <laughs> into the river and said, "No, no blood." <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, and I do like. There's a little circle of un, uh, untainted blood around uh, 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 Moses, so he's not tainted yeah. by the ship. But yeah. But anyway, but yeah, Rams is all like, "What the fuck?" And then his priests are like, eh, and throw some red dust in the water and like, "Look, we did it too." <laughs> yeah. And then and the uh, Ramsey sticks his hand in the in the Kool-Aid water, and he's like, oh! And it's funny, because he is worried, because he is like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? And he's like, oh, 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 see, my priest, I guess they could make Kool-Aid, too. And then he's like, ah, ha, ha, your god is stupid, Moses. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, my thought was, half an hour to get through all the plagues? Oh, it's just a montage. Cool. It I is, guess. seriously, like, most of the like, last half like of the movie is just the Like, the coolest part of the Exodus, the Exodus book is the montage, all right? Yeah, well, to be fair, there's not a lot of story in the plagues. Like, would you really want to see, ha- like, ten minutes of just the plague of famine and then ten minutes of the plague of... What are, what are the... T- I guess we do see... Do you oh, also- oh, wait, no, this is a fun game. Bill, name me some... All right, let's go the through ten the plagues. ten plagues. And I don't uh, want you legit saying, like, it's the the the, the swamp-ass plague. <laughs> I want you to try to le- the legit plague of list Fallout what plagues 76. there are. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, it's funny because I paused it right before this the sequence started, so I can't even cheat. Uh, oh. Bugs, famine. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Bugs, famine, frogs, locusts. Oh, are they bugs too? Do they count as bugs? Or is I that guess. two separate? I, two separate. Have to be. Okay, so build. bugs, famine, death, darkness, yeah. disease. That's five, right? <laughs> frogs. Sure. Six. When you said frogs twice, I can't count that. <laughs> oh shit! Frogs. 
kind of, really what else bo bo boil there's disease well, okay, unless they, let me, okay yeah. hold on let me see if drunk ass me can I think I get it there was uh the the water turning to blood that's one. Oh, I didn't okay that's oh okay 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 uh I biting biting bugs and animals is two biting animals boils Jesus. I'm not going to get them in order that's fucking yeah. no chance of that um frogs for tell me if I tell me <laughs> if I repeat one because I'm fucking okay good. yeah no that's fine um uh, uh darkness five yeah. uh, uh death of firstborn six oh yeah I forgot that's a plague of yeah that's yeah uh oh, oh oh uh burning hail seven hot hail oh yeah that's right I forgot that there's all the fire stuff boils uh seven okay. Um. Oh, what are the last two? Oh, wait, death, no, darkness. three. <laughs> Did you say death? <laughs> yeah, I said the death of the firstborn. Oh, okay. Firstborn. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Locust. Locust. That's that's what one. it is. But that's different than from. Bugs yeah, because there's biting animals. like bugs and animals, and there's, there's hmm. also locusts. The fact that no one's got a mattress is kind of a plague in this movie. When they show people waking up at night, and there's like just sleep on a stone slab, I'm like, how did anything get done? Even when even in the rich people didn't know how to invent fucking pillows yet. All right, Ugh. so let's see. Uh, two yeah, that's... plagues. Oh come on. Oops. All right, so plague number one. Oh, uh, open the blood. Flesh. Okay. Yeah. Fish died. Two oh, frogs, okay. plagues three and four, biting insects and wild animals. Uh, plagues five and six, livestock disease and boils. Plague seven, huh. fiery hail. Se uh, eight, locusts. Nine, darkness. Ten, death. Okay, so we pretty much had them, except, like, like you think famine, I guess, it encompasses both. Well, like, the locusts eating everything. Yeah, but then also you do have, like, boils. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, on the right track yeah we got yeah, we, we got, got most we got of them. better we you did better than i figured <laughs> oh then again i've also seen this movie a whole bunch of times but at least i can kind of remember true. from what i've seen in this because i'm like okay because it's weird because like at some point it looks like it's sunlight but then it's dark in the background so i guess the darkness was a plague in of itself it wasn't just like yeah um yeah. but yeah everyone just gets fucked up by bugs and there's the songs all like Pick, pick, bloop, 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 bloop. That's the song here. <laughs> yeah, and then it. there's a reprise of, of Moses' I Want song. It's like, all I ever wanted was to make you laugh. And uh, you do have Voldemort actually singing here, which is pretty great. And yeah. the, I guess while this is also going on, you see the last little bit of the shitty fucking priests are, like, trying to excuse, like... Like, they do, they do something, and, and, and fucking Ramsey's just knocks over the tables and tells me to get the fuck out, and that's the last time we ever see those guys. So, mm. if, if Moses has done anything, it's he's gotten rid of the priests, at least. Yeah. Yeah, so, Ramsey's doesn't want to let the people go, though, because he's a dick. And it'd be fun if the Darkness Plague was actually just animated as eyeballs floating around, like an old-timey cartoon. It's like Pee-wee uh, no, in the desert. Rare. Yeah. <laughs> on the lights and nothing but like like stuffed animals and shit all around him but yeah that would have been fucking because it is a cartoon why not embrace it yeah oh my god but moses yeah he's his brother and he's mad because he's been drinking some wine as you do yeah moses hey, i never quite got that because with... like it is so this is a little bit of a callback because he's sitting in the like the the, the in his father's lap the, the, the lap of his statue of his father, which is what he was doing when he was sulking after getting yelled at at the start of the movie, which is... This movie has a decent number of nice little callbacks. 
Yeah. Um, especially considering there's not much plot in this movie, so there's actually not that much to call back to, but it's nice character work. But yeah, he's drunk yeah. and sulking. And uh, Moses tries to bond with Ramses, being like, Hey, remember when we used to be whippersnappers? And you were always getting in trouble. And then, he's trying to be like, no. Ramses is like, No, you were always getting me in trouble, but then again, you'd always be there to get me out of trouble. But then Ramsey's son is there and is like, Oh, fuck, it's so dark, Dad. Oh, what's this asshole doing here? Isn't he <laughs> what's causing this shit? And then it's and it's like, bitch, you lucky, because in I'm pretty sure if my memory serves, it's been a lot of years. But um, in the Bible, it says that even flames couldn't help the darkness. Like, oh really? Were, so you couldn't yeah. even like, yeah, like stocking up on candles didn't do anything. Yeah, torches. Yeah, but oh, for shit, movie that's not reasons good. that doesn't really help. But I mean, if they were just floating eyeballs, that would have worked. But, that would have been great. Yeah. That'd be great because everyone would be hardcore fucking though. Because what else are you gonna do in the dark? You can't see anything. It's true. That's why there's always a boom of babies nine months after a blackout. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of true. And if you if you're living for weeks on end with the plague of darkness here, like shit, man. Yeah. Oh, so kid wants to know why Moses is there. Ain't he the one that do all this? Yeah. And Ramsey says he is, but one must wonder. Why? And Moses is like, because uh, you won't let my fucking people go, you fucking idiot. We've yeah. been over this. Ramsey's digging in hard here. And there's a whole and thing, like, like it turns out they're arguing in front of the mural with all the dead babies on it. Yeah. Ramsey yeah. says that his dad had the right idea. He should kill a bunch of Hebrews. And then he says there will be a great cry in all of Egypt, such as never had been and never will be again. And But... That's spoilers. That's what Moses says in the Bibles when the babies all die. Oh no! Well, Moses does get all like, like which oh, I, I, you don't want I to guess, say that because get I guess having happens. Moses say that kind of makes him a, a yeah, dick it's in the it's movie version. Like, yeah, because obviously in the in this version he's very like even after the plague happens he like crumbles and is falling apart. That's why I, one of the totally one of the nicest parts of the movie. We'll get to that in a bit, but like, yeah, he. Well, and they had, the, the the filmmakers had an interesting bit in the commentary. They were talking about how uh, it was hard for them to try to keep uh, Moses active as an interesting character after he talks to God, because from a character development perspective, after he gets the mission from God, in most stories versions of the story, he just becomes a voice piece for the mouth of God, and there's no like character growth. And there's no all he's like, trying real... to do is get the money for the orphanage. That's kind of what's happening. <laughs> uh, but like in this version, they were like, okay, we'll we'll have him be the voice piece for the mouth of God. But he doesn't know exactly to what extremes God's gonna fuck up Ramses and the rest of Egypt, and he's hoping to try to get this done without anyone getting hurt. Which is, I yeah. guess, it, like if if you're saying if, if Moses is the one threatening this, that's completely different from what the original. It's it's not from, so from much the novelization. He's just like he's yeah. just like, hey, fucking the. All the firstborn man and beast and human are gonna die. And Where, gonna yeah, in this version, he's just like, man, you gotta stop before shit gets fucked up. And he, he like, he may, he may not know. He, he he understands what God's capable of, but he doesn't. He he's, he's like, yeah, trying to keep God from. Uh, yeah, they're kind of trying to keep Ramses like from Moses, pushing God. Yeah. Well, it also makes it seem like Moses doesn't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, which is nice dramatically because he's he just knows fucked up shit is is can happen if Ramses doesn't stop, but. It's, it's like having a drunken driver brother where you're like, no, stop it. You don't want to hurt yourself. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be bad. 
But hey, yeah. you better smell that, smear that lamb blood on your door so the angel of death doesn't kill your kid. Such arbitrarily, like, it's, yeah, like, take, chop off a lamb's leg and smear it all over the lintel of your door. Which, this, well, I, not to get well, all YouTube video about this shit, but this does bring into basic questions about, like, God, God's knowledge and, like, how does he work? And if he's supposed to be so omnipotent, why does he need, like, a well, poster it, reminder of which people no, not no, to no. kill? No, it's, it's, it's more like, it's not that, Bill. It's not like, hey, I don't know if you're Hebrew if you don't that's have the blood on your door. That's what it sounds like. It's even... more like if you're uh, obedient and doing what I ask of you. Oh, okay. Well, that, that, so it's just a bad faith, like, like, you better just do what I do because I told you to do it, not because it actually means <laughs> Because I, I like to imagine one Egyptian being like, oh, fuck, what are, they, what are the Hebrews doing? Oh, they're smearing lamb blood on their door. You better, give, me, give me a lamb. Give me a lamb, quick. You think oh, there'd be a oh, couple fuck. Egyptians that'd be like, yeah, this shit's not going working out too well for us. Whatever the Jews are doing, we need to do what the Hebrews are doing, too, just yeah. to play it safe, because our gods are obviously not working out too well for us. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, there's a bunch of blood, and the most raiders of the Lost Ark shit goes down. I, this is it's legitimately true. cool and creepy. I always love this part. Yeah, it looks good. All the swirling white light running around killing the fuck out of kids. Just fucking, yeah, just wrecking people. There's a kid who, for some reason, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, he's got like a bucket of water, and he falls down, and they're doing that thing where like a gust of wind blows through a room, and there's a candle that gets blown out, and... You get to see these souls being sucked up from all these buildings, like to join like the maelstrom of light, and yeah, it's you 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 are very correct that it is pretty much exactly like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, and like I love that there's no score; it's just the sound of the wind of. I guess from reading up about this, I guess this is actually supposed to be the Angel of Death too, and but I guess yes, in the Old is. Testament, angels weren't necessarily like, "Hey, I've got a halo." And a harp. It could just, well, you know, no. Angel That's could just take any form. License what are you talking about? about? Really? <laughs> yeah. That's just like Jesus wasn't actually a white guy with a beard and long hair. That's a good point. But yeah, no, this is all in like, uh, there's even like, there's a little uh, a bit of uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind where the uh, Angel of Death like goes up to a door and is about to go in and like you see the light inside and like there's a mom and her kids going, oh my god, but like. The the, the 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 angel of death sees the blood on the door and that's he's the, like oops blood lamb, he does kind of go, go oh i see the blood now i didn't see that at first and then flies away that's the way the, the way the death is animated in this movie it is a little bit like where's your blood i gotta check for your blood <laughs> you know because it does kind of suggest that well also it's interesting to think maybe this isn't god but the angel of death so it is a diff slightly different <laughs> Entity than God itself, even though it's an extension of God's will and everything like that. You could argue yeah. that maybe this isn't the smartest. <laughs> it's not as omnipotent as God himself would be. But of course, the last thing that happens, you see the, uh, the, 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 the wind of death sweep through the main palace, and the last soul it takes is Ramsey's son. You see it like the, 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 the Raiders of the Lost Ark ghosts sweep through the castle, and you see like one little tattered soul join the rest of the souls flying up into heaven. And they all disappear. And there's a great last shot where the like the night sky is totally dark, but you see like the the Orion constellation in the sky, and it's all just super creepy. And like, damn, man, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. It's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it, it actually it looks a lot like the Raiders of the Lost Ark shit. Yeah. I mean, that's so. I mean, if you're gonna like, that's a good guideline if you want creepy soul thing, soul power thing. Like, yeah, the 
opening of the ark. Oh, well, that's funny because that's actually tied directly to the Moses stuff too. But they probably—I mean, they probably took some inspiration from. Oh that. man, it, well, that'd be great if Prince of Egypt is canonically like a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark, like <laughs> I mean, this version be. of the events. Yeah, there's I'd Spielberg. I didn't think about that. They would that that may not be just like yeah okay yeah. Oh man, this makes me like the movie even more. Yeah, and now anyway. there's lots of wailing and gnashing of teeth. Yeah, and which is also Moses great. goes and sees Ramses, who's putting his son on a slab. <laughs> he's like, he's... hey, what, what's happening? <laughs> hey, oh, how's your son doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, about your kid. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? If you let my people go, we'll just get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So then Ramses is like, oh, just, just take your people and get, just... Get out of here, jeez, you're all such jerks. Come on, He just now. screams GTFO. It's the most... <laughs> yeah. GG, GTFO. Yeah, <laughs> Good game, peace out. Uh, so, so Moses oh, is overtaking... Oh, I never realized there's that? a bit, like, uh, watching it in HD, uh, Moses is kind of cuddling his dead son, and you actually see, like, the face of his dead son through the, uh, oh. the, the, the funerary yeah. thing, which is kind of nice. Anyway, but yeah, go ahead. So, uh, Moses is overtaken with emotions. And this is, yeah, palace. I do. This, I mean, <laughs> and then achieved... he jumps in the air, clicks his heels together, is like, Woohoo, I did it! Turns yeah, out he's yeah. a schizophrenic. <laughs> he's just totally like, Man, this is super, super, super cool! You know, yeah, I thought uh, it was in poor taste, but DreamWorks knew better. But it is, I mean, he has won, he has won freedom not only for himself, for his people, but he just utterly falls the fuck apart. And he's just walking the streets just with the weight of everything that's happened on his shoulders. And it's like, you see the light of dawn's just starting to creep in. So it's not totally sad, but it's still, yeah. But anyway, he goes home and Poor's all like, what's going on? Did you do it? And he's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I fucking killed that kid. He's well, already, killed that he's kid, already in a car with a U-Haul van loaded up. It's like, guys, we've got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And then his sister sings a song and it's sure as shit, it ain't Sandra Bullock. What are you talking about? I you know, know what? It's actually one of the directors of the film, the uh, lady. The, mm. the, there was two dudes. One of the dudes is actually the great-great-grandson of H.G. Wells. Wow. Uh, was one of the directors. But there's also a lady named Bob Chapman. Oh, God, I forget her real name. The, li wait, hold on now. A lady named Bob Chapman? There's something like that. Oh, but okay. Whatever you say, Bob. I guess she did the temp track for the singing of this song, and uh, they liked it better than the actual, like, the lady they hired to sing for Sandra Bullock, so they kept it in, so that's her voice. Mm. But it's there's also a refrain in that song where it says, It's hard to kill, which I would see in the commercials and stuff, and I thought the song was about killing, like, how mm. hard it is to kill people. No, it's talking about hope is hard to kill, which I always thought was a little disappointing. Mm. But yeah, but yeah, you get to see Sandra Bullock's character's floaty, fishy face trying to sing the song. God, I, yeah, that character design does not work nearly as well as anyone else in the film. So, the Hebrews don't need to be twice. Ha! The <laughs> Hebrews. <laughs> that wasn't even a. The, the Hebrews Hebrewtois. <laughs> you sound like turning Creole or something. The Hebrews do not need to be told twice to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, they've already got their bindles together and everything, yeah. Yeah, you, and you can tell they're not slaves anymore because now they're wearing colors. Yeah, mmm. I, I love animation's uh, shorthand of like, yeah, now, no, yeah, they, they can actually put now on their Sunday best. Now they're not just wearing loincloths. Oh, but it is kind of nice. It yeah. is interesting that... <laughs> they probably the, put on underwear. <laughs> apparently only the dudes were slaves in the earlier segments, 
Like, they didn't want to show any of the ladies being slaves? Like, That's, what were the ladies I was kind of wondering about that, because, yeah, you don't see any women being whipped earlier, but then you would think that, like, it would make sense just to have the guys be, like, the primary, like, if you're moving stone blocks and shit like that, maybe the ladies are, like, cutting down the, the, the grass for the... I don't know, like, I was, I would assume there was probably some kind of division, gender division of labor there, but... I don't know, I've never tried to enslave an entire culture, but... <laughs> what? Uh, but, well, but, you haven't lived. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It's early in the 21st century. Things That's true. can change on a dime. Especially as a, <laughs> as a fat white guy, I can either go from <laughs> rags to riches or vice versa in a heartbeat, depending on how uh, society de-evolves in the next decade. Uh, but... So all the Hebrews reach Red Sea, and they take a nice little break, because uh, they, they've earned it. But oh no. Do they take is... a break? Yeah, kind of. A horn is I... blown. Ramesses is a total dick and is chasing them. Oh no. <laughs> I, I, do, I do wonder about what his, his thinking was, because obviously he spent like a day or two not like worried about it, but then like, well, I guess maybe I mean, three days in... later he was suddenly like, fuck it, I'm going to kill them all. In the um, biblical version, after every single plague, like, he was ready to be like, get your fucking people out of here. But God hardened his heart, and he was like, no, you don't get to go. So this was the, another time really? that God hardened his heart and chased him down. Yeah. What? So God was, like, playing both sides? Kinda? Well, that's stupid. Yeah, uh, but yeah, just even, weird. even before the Red Sea stuff, this is something I was mentioning earlier about how, like, uh, just the scale of all the scenery when the uh, Hebrews are leaving um, Egypt, just like all the ruins that they're walking past and stuff, which mm -hmm. you know, obviously would have had been mostly just digital effects in 1998, but looked like really nice in animation, just like the vistas and everything looked beautiful. You even get to see some of the Egyptian guards kind of giving up and like kind of joining the Hebrews, which I always thought was kind of funny. And there's yeah. a big like, you know, like uplifting. Well, I mean, Hebrew song and there's to a whole. To be fair, if you saw the ten plagues in Egypt happen, and then you saw a bunch of people leaving. No, oh, yeah, that's like didn't have the plagues happen, then you'd be like, I think I'm gonna join these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, that's totally like, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna back in the wrong side here for a long time. So yeah. yeah. Oh, they <laughs> oh, the everything exploded. Jeez. Wow, what oh, happened? No. I don't know. Oh, the babysit on the dog again? Maybe. We're but almost at the end here. Hey! Yeah. Really, we could just end the podcast so with saying, <laughs> and then water happens. Well, a storm rolls in, and shablam, a pillar of fire blocks rams the seas from again to them. Is that what happens and in the Bible, too? Yes. Because that's that's really convenient. He shows up. He, it's like God is really trying to stretch this, trying to make this as much of a cliffhanger as possible by keeping <laughs> the keeping the Egyptians at bay just long enough to still make it an interesting chase through the Red Sea. Yeah. So then, um, and you think you think Ramesses would be like, oh fuck that, let's pack it up, boys. This well, is a giant up. pillar of fire here. Fuck this. There's a pillar of fire, and the ocean has been split in half. You think well, that would not be yet. enough? But still, it would be enough to go, you know what, maybe, um, yeah, maybe I should calm down for five seconds. Yeah. I mean, if I saw a flaming tornado in front of me, even if I didn't, even if it wasn't chasing somebody, I'd be like, I think I'm going to go home today. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're, you're within walking distance of being back at home in the palace and just kick your feet up and just like, you know, just, just, just calm down for five minutes and just like start your plans about how you're going to keep on building egypt without slaves like you know there's more important things to do at home than, than killing these guys but yeah enslave a whole different type of <laughs> yeah Come there's on. there's italians you could go as slave. <laughs> come on 
Moses steps in the water, plunges his staff into the water, but he doesn't silently in the movie, but I'm pretty sure he said something about the power of God in the actual Bible verses when he did it, because that's that's the shit what kept him from getting into the promised land in the actual biblical verses. Really? Because What, invoking God's name here? Yeah, there's a point later on after they've been wandering through the desert where uh, he... Moses had a real fucking bad temper. Ah, um, okay. Because I know Moses a, was, like, the whole thing was, like, he was never going to make it why, in the promised land, but... That's why he smashed the first Ten Commandments. Oh, really? I know he does that. I didn't realize he was specifically... I thought Because everyone and in the a, Bible acts like a maniac. Like, it's funny <laughs> to point out Moses as being the one with a specifically bad temper. There's another point where, um... At, it's after the Ten Commandments, I think... Where everybody and all the people that are friendly and all the Hebrews are like, Hey, we want water. Fucking no water. Boom. Yeah. And he, he's supposed to say, like, Oh, the power of God, water. But you put and hit a stone and water pours out. But he doesn't say that. And he hits the stone without invoking God's name. And oh. But God's like, hey, you didn't tell them it was me that was doing that. So guess what? You don't get to go into the promised land anymore. Is that the point he just yells to God, fuck off? Because <laughs> at that think. point, he would just be totally justified in saying, fuck off, yeah. I don't, think, I don't think he was a prince of Egypt in the original story, too, right? Like, I think he was part of, like, the royal family, but he wasn't, like, in line to become uh, the pharaoh or anything, It's right? been too long. I don't know. Um, but anyway, but so, I'm yeah, sure he... he was, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was. I may yeah. be wrong. Uh, but anyway, he parts the Red Sea's big-ass butt cheeks, and everyone starts running <laughs> into it. Um, he, he parts it, and uh, it is looks. The, yeah, they cross the Red Sea, and it's really cool art direction. I like it. it the one slippery. shot that everyone talks about in this movie is probably the coolest shot in the whole movie. Is when they're uh, uh, under the Red Sea, like like you see the whales, the backlit big whales in the water behind yeah. them, as the, all the Hebrews are walking through like the torches, and it's all what? dark and everything like that. It looks super cool. Hey, yeah. Bill, what's up? Did that camel just make a doom demon sound? Did it? The it big did. goofy Disney camel that only shows up in like three <laughs> shots in this whole movie. Wow, a camel that makes the sounds that the doom it, demons make in Doom. I'm sure a lot of like the the CGI guys were like blown off steam by playing Doom at the end of the day, and so they were like, let's let's sneak a little fun in here. <laughs> I wouldn't be a bit surprised actually. Yeah, uh, I didn't even notice that. I, that that's one of the terrible things is I've played Doom. Not I played Doom a decent amount, but not enough I could recognize specific. Uh, sound effects like that but yeah so 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 uh the pillar of fire goes away ramses gives chase because he's a big fucking idiot and he's like hey let's go into this water yeah but god has timed it so that like it's still like he's a threat to the hebrews so the hebrews really have to hurry up out of there because they're gonna get murdered by like fucking god's a dick in every version (laughs) anything jesus christ well when him well i mean when it makes the plot more interesting sure yeah so uh, he demands his soldiers kill all the Hebrews, and the Hebrews book it out of there, as the Egyptians are just squished by water. Not Ramses, though, for some reason. He gets kicked out and freed, even though he was sent flying for I, miles. I like, wonder 10 he, miles. He does, like, because yeah, the he... Red Sea isn't exactly, like, 50 feet long. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good point, I think. Yeah, because, well, yeah, I'm assuming them crossing the Red Sea on foot would have taken him a couple days at least, too. Yeah. Um... I, I wonder if he dies in the original story. I don't remember. Because, like, the movie is very specific about him being the only survivor. And I do like how it ends with him being like, Moses! 
which, which is actually a callback <laughs> to like when Moses leaves Egypt the first time. Like mm-hmm. he's yelling for Moses, and it's the same thing happening here. Where it sounds like he says saying Mortal Kombat to me every time I see it, because I always wonder Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Speaking so of shitty nineties video games, but everybody's super stoked. They're safe now, and. <laughs> They're like, man, that's a fucking crazy ass twenty four hours. And try try being an Egyptian that tell tells a wife that their husband died. It's like, yeah, the Red Sea kind of it opened, you and then they, f- and then they all <laughs> ran in. You're know, like, you and, know, all the crazy and, shit and, that actually happened here in Egypt. Shit it, got even crazier over by the beachfront. It, it closed on them. No, no, I'm serious. I'm, I'm not lying. Like, Come on. No, the, the sea closed on that. It's not and like there was a wave, but like they were walking on the bottom of the ocean and then it <laughs> ate their asses. And that's, they all went away. Yeah, so they're yeah. hanging on a rock somewhere surrounded by water. Ramsey screams Moses a couple times. <laughs> and then late elsewhere, Moses' wife says, hey, yo, look at all your people because now they're free. Free to obey these here Ten Commandments. And nothing ever bad happened to the Jews again. <laughs> the, the second well, funny set, because like, you destroy the first set in anger, because fuck, you're an angry motherfucker. I do like how they have to, like, yeah, they, I don't even know anything about the Bible, and even I know they had to pick and choose to, to try to make this a happy ending. Yeah. And, and I like to think the final shot of this movie, which is Moses standing there with the Ten Commandments, is the first time, and you see all the Hebrews in the distance, and it's just them hardcore fucking and making pagan images, it and is. all the shit that the, 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 the Hebrews were doing to fucking piss Moses off so bad the first time. It is funny, because this movie totally tries to do the Lion King ending. Because the Lion King, you know, it starts off with, like, the, the Kuna Matata, Kingdom of the Circle of Life, and then mm. just smash cuts to the Lion King. Boom, boom, boom. And then the movie ends like that, too. Just like how it began when, you know, Simba is first born and stuff like that. It's a circular beginning and opening, uh, beginning and ending to that movie. This kind of does the same thing because it reprises Moses' mom's song from the beginning and ends with the same smash cut as started the movie, or as ended the prologue, at least. And yeah. to me, it always gives me chills just because, like, I've seen this movie enough times. And, like, I'm always like, ooh. But then it is funny to know that literally if the movie had continued for, like, literally ten frames... You would have just seen Moses beginning to spike the Ten Commandments and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you assholes? What the fuck is this? Because he's essentially he's showing up in Woodstock. Jeez, yeah, fuck. what kind of, I was gone for a while. Like, isn't he? He's not even gone. I know he's gone for like a couple weeks, right? Like, I, I, it's not, I, mean, I don't want to confuse a it with while. Jesus being in the desert for 40 days, but isn't it like 40 days? But it's not long. It's But it's still after all that's happened, it's still enough for the Hebrews to go like, Hey, you know what? Uh, I think we need a new god. <laughs> let's build a <laughs> let's build a yellow cow. That'll be your yeah. new god. Yeah, Moses totally justified being like, "What the fuck is wrong with you assholes?" And yeah, yeah. and then they have to put the pieces into the Ark of the Covenant they carry around for, yeah. them for a million years. Moses and... sees God. His one request is to see God's back, and he sees the back, and he glows like a flashlight. And... What? Yeah, that happens. Because if, if you see God's front, you die. Because it's <laughs> just too fucking back? awesome. Uh, so I thought God's you were making like, a joke hey, about how... My, the bat, my back. I thought you were making a joke about how in Raiders of the Lost Ark, everyone's like, their chest explodes with light when the power of God comes out of the Ark. But... No. Oh my god, but and yeah. Then, and then we get a shitty version of the song from the movie, something like Houston yeah, and Mariah Carey. Which, that is, considering how much, especially Mariah Carey, always wanted to seem to kill... Uh, it is remarkable those two ever worked on anything together, because I guess they hated but, each other's fucking guts. 
Bill, the second song is even worse than the first one because it's like sung boys by to boys men. to men. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it's totally playing and, to like the black evangelical. Hey, how about some Hebrew songs? Because there's no. a lot of them. Because who's gonna? <laughs> I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah, it's almost like this movie had mixed bad garbage marketing or something like that. It only made ten dollars at the it, box office. It's, and it. It's interesting. Oh. So then it's the end. Yeah. It's interesting how they kind of spent the most time on the most boring part of the book of Exodus and kind of skipped over the, like the plagues and the miracles and everything. Yeah. Well, and I wonder, like, hey, there's we not... gotta roll, get through that. I, well, I guess the plague stuff. There's not that much character stuff to be had in the plague stuff because it is just like oh, but it would movie be, special would have been effects, a lot of, like cool imagery. Spectacle. You still get the imagery, it's just really compressed. But I mean I see what you're talking about, but I could also see why they decided to more focus on the character stuff of like Moses and Ramses just kinda like being weird at each other rather than like, oh, we're just gonna watch hot hail for twenty minutes. And also um, so many big name stars in the movie with deadly squat to do. Yeah. And like yeah, you have Sandra Bullock who's kinda boring. Jeff Goldblum got, whose whole character is well, reduced. Yeah. His, his so whole character is to talk for Moses, and they take that away from him. Yeah, and he's just like, if anyone, he's the biggest Jeff doubter Goldberg. of Moses throughout the film. Um, yeah. You got even got fucking Helen Mirren plays the queen. She's got two lines, and yeah. Patrick Stewart. He got yeah. I'm looking at yeah, fucking yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer's okay. Uh, uh, fucking it's not bad. It's a decent talent of Steve the Moses Martin story. I'd, wa I'd watch yeah. it over the Charlton Heston version, whatever. But yeah. it's just I feel like like. <laughs> Aside from the one black person, they could have had a couple different textures of people in I it. I think if... Oh, Nicholas Meyer. Additional screenplay material. That's interesting. Nicholas Meyer, the writer and director of Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Uh, I'm assuming it's the same Nicholas Meyer. Um, but yeah, I, I think if this movie had been made even five years later, much less if it had been made now 20 years later, I think they would have made at least some kind of effort to actually have more diverse cast. And it's not just white people pretend to be minorities. Because um, it is shockingly white. Yeah. Well, it's it's. They were like, you know, this is this was DreamWorks' first animated feature, so they were going straight against Disney. So they're, I think they're trying just trying to make it as appealing as possible, which meant like let's just <laughs> get the biggest, know, blandest, whitest stars. <laughs> we all know, uh, people who aren't white are not appealing in the slightest. That's true. In a year where Black Panther just destroyed the box office. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I mean, this is 20 years before. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's Prince it's of a, Egypt. It's a decent retelling of the Book of Exodus, but I feel like I feel like it could have been tightened up, and like some of the shit could have been more interesting. Yeah, and like they could have added an extra uh, 10-15 minutes for the plagues. Yeah, it's funny to think that like we're talking about a uh, Moses story that's actually not long enough. Because like I said, like yeah, the uh, the 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 fucking all the other versions are like four hours long. So if anything, they yeah. kind of cut it down a little bit too much. Um, but, so yeah, I still think it's just the design of the movie is really pretty, and like I said, it's it's one of the first uh, t uh, 2D traditional animated features, which I think actually did a pretty good organic job of incorporating lots of CG. Uh, and, you know, there's parts that look a little funky, but uh, 20 years on, it still holds up pretty well, though. It could have been yeah. worse. Yeah. A, 1998, no, been a 1998 animated film? Oh, God, would, would have there been anything better? Like, this is better than A Bug's Life or fucking Ants or anything like that. That's for damn sure. I like A Bug's Life. Oh, God, yeah, well, let's see. 1998 animated movies. Let's see. 1998. Was that, like, fucking Treasure Planet and shit? Probably. Mm, I don't oh, yeah, know. Mulan, Bug's Life, Ants. Oh, man, Quest for Camelot, the Rugrats movie. 
Man, that was a bad... The Pokemon, the first movie. Oof. Be uh, Beauty and the Beast, Bell's Magical World. Mm. Oh, man. The Mighty Kong. Gah. Gah. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, I'm glad you didn't hate it. No. Yeah. We're I, talking about I an animated I... Bible movie, for Christ's sakes. It could have been I... fucking awful. I wish the songs were better is my one big kind of thing for it. Yeah. But then you gotta listen to it on a loop and it'll grow on you. And you'll be like, And it better Bill, what? got any trivia for this movie? Well, what'd you say? Got any trivia for this movie? Uh, not much. Other than, this, yeah, this was just uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg's attempt to take a... <coughs> Disney head-on, and it didn't do that well. And they tried again with the... Uh, with, um, um, the fuck was the movie that came after this that we talked about? The Road to El Dorado, and that didn't do well, too. Um, they should have put more women like Shell in all their animated films, and they would have made a million dollars. There should have, there should have been just, like, a fucking, oh my god, I'm just thinking about Shell again now, I'm just like, those hips, Jesus Christ, what the fuck, they lost their goddamn lines in that movie. Yeah. But yeah, there's not much trivia other than just, like, yeah, there's nothing too crazy other than, yeah, again, for a especially a feature that was designed to go head head to head with Disney. I think it's just I, I like this movie better than most of Disney's output in the '90s. Um, but yeah, trivia. Yeah, I tried to find anything crazy, but yeah, there's not too much out there. I think that's one of these one of the problems with this movie being kind of uh, underrated is that there's not a lot of trivia about. It. Well, it also didn't help that they didn't put out like a version of this movie with any making of special features until literally like two weeks ago. And mm. so, yeah. Um, but yeah, even I watched all the special features, and it was mostly like, "Hey, we drew the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's about it's about Bible." So it's about Bible. But yeah, now we gotta talk about what we're gonna do next. Cause oh. I had some ideas. Cause it, next uh, is my turn. And my original idea. We can talk. Oh. Th this can be up to you, combined with you what you want to do, and also if the audience is, uh, has any input. My original idea was going to do, because I have two picks for this month for December. Originally, I was going to do Superman, the okay. original movie, which yeah. turns 40 years old this month. And I, I don't think I've ever actually sat down and watched the whole thing. And then I was going to do, was I, was I going to do the Superman or the Batman Mask of Phantasm? Yes. Because that also turns like 25 or 30 this month, too. Then I got to thinking, because I'm a Christmas man. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was thinking about, <laughs> could do Elf. Oh no! Have you ever seen Elf? No. Uh, th Bill that being the Will Ferrell. What's that? Ask me if I've seen any Christmas movie. Yeah, and that's the other thing. No, I, no, legit. Think have of you a have Christmas you watched? Movie. Have you never really watched a Christmas movie? The actual movie named Christmas outside movie? of the what we've done on the podcast. Are you talking about the one with the little boy and his gun? That's a Christmas story. Oh. Oh man, you no, really I don't haven't. know your Christmas movies. <laughs> I have Jesus. not seen that. Ask me another Christmas movie. Oh god. Well, so I was thinking about doing Elf, and I, if we did do the Christmas block of programming instead, I would still do Ma uh, Mask of the Phantasm for the first thing after Christmas if, if I decided mm -hmm. to do the Christmas stuff. And for the second project after Elf, my second pick, I was, I keep on wanting to do this, but mm -hmm. I've only, I've only recently oh, come to really appreciate how much you hate Chevy Chase. But I still have to do. Uh, oh, Christmas vacation I... someday. Oh, I better call and back. We just... Join call. Are you, you back? Just... Yeah, I'm, I didn't do anything. Again. Okay, I, the call got dropped, and now I'm back. Yeah, what I'm back. It's say? almost like nothing happened. Anyway, I'll try to... <laughs> the suspense what? was there because you said my second choice, and then... <laughs> <laughs> okay, 201, edit. Okay, uh, my second choice, I was thinking 
uh, would be either uh, uh, the Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. No. <laughs> See, that's because I've said that I've pushed for that every Christmas so far, and, and it's that fine. was your action. You or the backup one, which I could also just do for Awful April, is the Polar oh. Express. Oh my gosh, I saw some of that at Red Robin last year. That's, Holy shit, that I've looks like a trash fire. That's, I don't, I'm hoping if we do that, it would be a good trash fire. Bill, like, I'll do whatever you want, but oh my god. <laughs> well, wow. that, that would be for like later on this month, so we can have more of a conversation <laughs> about that. So yeah. I'm leaning towards, we, I, I do the superhero stuff next month in January, even though okay. it won't be quite on this uh, anniversary dates of those movies coming out. It'll still be mm-hmm. close enough. But I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, I've never seen Elf, and I've heard enough people rave about Elf that I'm kind of... Yeah, my wife loves Elf. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And supposedly that's supposed to be a pretty good movie for curmudgeons, but we'll see. I guess we'll find out if <laughs> if am, we end up doing Elf. I am the epitome of curmudgeon for the That's what I'm saying. But it's Will Ferrell, I guess, and it's got, like, stuff in it, so... Yeah, he's never made bad. anything bad. Yeah, that's the... I love that <laughs> Land of the Lost movie he made. I, I'm oh. someone who I do not like Will Ferrell. Like, mm. I, well, it's not like I dislike him, but like I don't have the same soft spot for him that everyone else does because I didn't grow up watching that the era of Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. But I've heard enough good things though. I'm kind of hmm. so. What are we doing? <sighs> if you push my butt, just because ah, fuck it, I'll commit to Elf. Okay. Okay. We're gonna do Elf. Elf. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm ten- Polar Express looks so fucking bad. I'm like, that looks so shit. Like, I, I always want to get out of my system how much, how, like, it's the opposite of Prince of Egypt, where the Prince of Egypt is like, okay, well, at least, you know, it looks kind of pretty, but like, yeah, Elf, Polar, I don't know. If, yeah, like I, I mean, said, if listeners have any advice or have any preferences, let us know, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could do that. It's, it's going to be an angry show for both of us. <laughs> and that'll be the episode that actually goes live on Christmas Day, no less, too. Yeah, so. Oof. Oof, oofa doofa. But yeah, what we got a couple weeks a to figure gift. out. Do you know what you want to do next? No. No, oh, okay. I haven't even <laughs> thought of it. It's life, been such... Yeah. Life has been fucking crazy. Who would have thought that you having a baby... And all kinds of family commitments, and also being the holidays, would cause our podcast scheduling to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, it, where's me? Like, it, we're recording this on my birthday, and I'm just sitting there going, I don't give a fuck. We record whatever we want. I got nothing going on. I just have to do some laundry. I'm, you know what? I'm just yeah. happy I finally figured out some gifts from Bill Mudrin. Oh, you did? I did. Not that you have to. God, like I keep on saying, like, no one had no, ever... they've I'd... already been purchased. Oh, no. You're crazy. Oh, no. I'm crazy. It's appreciated. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do appreciate gifts, and I always appreciate the. I expect. I'm, I'm. Whatever I bought you, I expect it to pop up on your Twitter feed in the next three days, being like, "Look what I bought." Yeah, I know. It's I'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you get a copy for yourself. Then. Mm. <laughs> I am haunted. When I was a kid, there was like, well, technically my parents bought it, but like, quote unquote, I bought like this weird like little marble, like homemade pinball game to give to someone else for for their birthday and but i got sick so i couldn't make it to their birthday party so we just kept it but it was a terrible game and i always felt bad that we were like it wasn't one of those things where i was like oh man i got a free gift out of this not having to go to that kid's birthday party because it was a terrible toy and i always felt bad that we were about to offload such a terrible toy onto another kid too which is kind of weird weird thing to get upset about but anyway what am i talking about anyway he's on twitter wish him a happy birthday
Oh, thank you. Why well, time you guys? Well, actually, hopefully, we'll have this up live like ASAP, so you guys might be listening to this like like five hours after we record this. Yeah, don't rush yeah. it; it's fine. Well, you'll yeah, definitely have the recording. I'm gonna have this edited and uh, uh, actually at least posted to uh, Daniel to upload tomorrow by tonight. So, yeah. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. TardyPodcast.com. Tardy yesterday's yeah, that's yeah, that's the best you're gonna get out of us today. <laughs> yeah. Between drunk and Daniel was, and me, just birthday, just blah. Yeah, that was the Prince of Egypt. This is about as good as you can expect from a biblical retelling of a story. Yeah, better than it any it had any right to be. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Next time it's gonna be Elf, apparently. I so guess so. We'll get that going. We'll see what happens. Zoe De Chanel and what's his face? I should remember his name. Tyrion Lannister. I love the actor, and I'm blanking on his name now, though. But supposedly, I, I think it because you said that. Yeah. Uh, but okay. Dinklage. Dinklage. Dirk Dinklage. Peter no. Dinklage. Yeah. Pinker Dinklage. Pinker Dinklage. Stinker Anchorage. Stinky Anchorage. Stinky Management. Oh, okay, I should go because you're 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 a little tipsy and you have babies and dogs to look after. No, he he's actually been put to sleep now. I just have to pee like racehorse. Yeah, go. Dude, dude, we should uh, wrap it up. We're we talking for two so, hours. Oh, Until okay. next time, Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. Shalom. Shalom. Happy Other... Hanukkah. <laughs> happy. Ha- yeah, Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. That's actually applicable right now because I think we should be in the midst of Hanukkah right now. Yeah, I think it started like two or three days ago, and I think Hanukkah is like fourteen hours long. Fourteen days. <laughs> fourteen long. hours. No, is it like just eight, eight days? Yeah. Because the candles. Yeah. Oh, oh man, we got to do Adam Sandler's eight crazy nights or whatever. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Oh, okay, 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 okay. We're trying to wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> So until next time, for all the pop culture, we'll see you next time, everybody. Goodbye. Motion! <laughs> Take care, guys. Uh-oh.